is Mr. Beck. We could have used someone like you on my world. New world? Beck is from Earth, just not ours. A snap to our hole in our dimension. You're saying there's a multiverse? We have a job to do, and you're coming with us. There's gotta be someone else you can use. What about Thor? Off-world. Captain Marvel. Unavailable. But I'm just a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Bitch, please, you've been to space. What do you want, Peter? I want to go back on my trip with the girl who I really like and tell her how I feel. MJ, I am Spider-Man. No, of course I'm not. I mean, it's kind of obvious. You're right, you may not be ready, but this is my responsibility. Saving the world requires sacrifice. Sometimes people die. I always feel like I'm putting my friends in danger. The world needs the next Iron Man. Are you going to step up or not? I gotta get you guys out of here! Get on the jet! Who are you? I work with Spider-Man. You work for Spider-Man? I work with Spider-Man, not for Spider-Man. New plan. Hello and welcome to another episode of Pop Culture Rewind. I'm your host, Travis. And this is Chris. And thank you for joining in one more time with us. And on this episode, we will be discussing Spider-Man <sighs> Far From Home. The final movie in the MCU Infinity Saga. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, remember that was the thing? Yeah. Remember that was the thing like a few months ago? Yeah. That was the thing? And we thought it was over? And they said, it's no, it's not, not over. over. No, it's not over. It's, you got one more. Yeah. We and still got Ant-Man. You got, still got Spider-Man. Yeah, you have an epilogue, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm. Um, but uh, before we get into uh, Far From Home, uh, there was a, a few... It's been a while. God, shit, it's been a while since we've... You and me have, <laughs> have done an episode together. Um, so, uh, yeah, some news items has... Uh, not yet. Not yet? Nah, oh. because we, yeah. since we're the king of podcasters, this is how we tie things <laughs> whoa, together. Whoa, whoa. Here's well, how we tie things together. Spider-Man was Editors know. I've never <laughs> said we were a king of podcasts. Okay, go no, ahead. No, you're right. You say that often. Yeah. Um, so Spider-Man yes. was not the only one that's been far from home lately. Mm. I dragged you out of the house. You did. And took you to Dallas. You did. Yeah, for the weekend. And we survived the... St- the, the big D? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> if there's ever an appropriate nickname for, for a town. <laughs> I've, I've said it for the last 15 years. If assholes could fly, Dallas would be just one huge airport. <laughs> yeah. Well. And they did not disappoint. But there were some highlights in there. Yeah. Max Power. He's the man whose name you'd love to touch. But you mustn't touch. His name sounds good in your ear. But when you say it, you mustn't fear. Cause his name can be said by anyone. Yeah. yeah. I um, introduced you to a place called uh, Cidercade. Bishop Cidercade. Yeah, Bishop Cidercade. Um, yeah, at first I was like, eh, whatever. And then because I heard the word cider in it. 
And you assumed it was a brewery because it's alcohol when it's actually a cidery because it involves fruit. <laughs> and again, I had to exp- I had to explain to both you and, and Scott that was with the, with us. Um, again, don't care. You don't <laughs> drink. Yeah. No. <laughs> However, uh, first of all, first of all, we we did go there for uh, uh, it was a wrestling event, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. It was our first. First time in the U.S. as a solo show. We're not going to go into detail. Don't worry. Don't don't. We're not going to lose you. Yeah, um, but that was the reason for the trip. Uh, yeah. But that ended kind of early, mm-hmm. and since we already booked the hotel to stay the night, we could have drove home that night. To be honest. Yeah. But um, since we already we we had to find something to do, and then you're like, "What about this place?" We're like, "Okay, fine. I'm already in the car with you. I I don't <laughs> have a choice." So, so um, yeah, we go there, and it was you 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 said it was like an arcade place. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a ten dollar cover charge, and when I heard that, I was like, "Okay, they'll probably have some pinball machines." Donkey Kong, maybe, or you know, some old, uh, you know, Frogger or whatever old games, the first Mortal Kombat or the original <laughs> Street Fighter, some games that were had Something to be archaic. dusted off. Yeah, that's archaic. Ah, very good. Um, but uh, when we get there, um, I gotta say, I you was, looked fab flabbergasted. I for was, a second I was there. like, I was like, this can't be what no, this a limited play these games. Okay, so here, here's what it is. Uh, before we lose everybody on this, um, yeah, ten dollar cover charge to get in, mm-hmm. right? And you get a little armband. And what they do, they have rows and rows and rooms of arcade games, pinball machines, um, your big, uh, you know, Dance Dance Revolutions, all that, all those big mm-hmm. games like Guitar that. Our hero. Yeah, all that stuff. Ten dollars to get you in, and they have those turned on to free, uh, free play, mm-hmm. to where you don't have to put any quarters in. You don't. You just go in there. You start pressing play and mm-hmm. or the player one button, and off you go. Mm-hmm. And you can just um, do that to all these games. So we we went. Uh, we ran the gambit on that place. <laughs> I'd say that because um, the thing was open up to like one o'clock in the morning, and we got there like around nine thirty, yeah. ten o'clock somewhere in there. So and. Uh, I think one of the first ones we jumped onto was the old 90s X-Men arcade game. Oh, we went to Fighter's Row real quick. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. jumped on uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, mm-hmm. and you jumped on... Killer Instinct 2. Killer Instinct 2, which I didn't know Killer Instinct 2 was released on arcade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was it was Killer Instinct Gold for the 64. Got you. Okay. Uh, same thing, just, they just called it Gold on, on 64. But, yeah, same thing. And I got to say, I got a little farther than I thought I would, and then I just tapped out when I died the first time. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, they did have the first Mortal Kombat. They did have, um, oh, man, God, there's so many games I played. We, uh, Me and Scott played uh, Rampage. Ooh, yeah, the, nice. Uh, um, the Rampage World Tour is like the updated version of it, but it was still fun as hell. Um, the we, three of us did um, six players on two television screens, X-Men Arcade. Yeah, the, the classic uh, uh-huh. X-Men uh, 90s arcade game. We beat that. Once we got into it, we're like, we're not leaving this until this is it's not a mission. This, this is $14 yeah. worth if we were at the, cor- at the corner store. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every time we get to a boss, start, 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 start. Scott is, well, who is Colossus? Me. I just hear, oh, like nonstop, like a remix for like two minutes until the boss. You know, the ready. funny thing is anytime you're in an arcade game and you hear, oh, you know, you know, you know what it is. You're like, oh, someone's fucking someone up with Colossus. Yeah. And on free play, forget about it. it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it, 
we tried to get into the old uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game a couple times, but it was the old one was busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few times. Every time we go there, it was. It was a pack. But we found like an updated version of it from the Nickelodeon Teenage Mutant mm-hmm. Ninja Turtles, and it seems like they like updated the whole classic game for this yeah. one. And a lot we of tributes up... to some of the levels and yeah. some of the bosses there. I yeah. had a blast. Yeah, it was, it was fun. fun. Yeah. It was a shame that Donatello's broken, <laughs> and Scott Scott couldn't join us. I but know. Uh, yeah, eh, what are you gonna do? All right, um, but anyway, that was just, that was that. We just it was a, a fun time to be had, I thought, and I just wanted to, you know, it's arcade games, pop culture, you know. And yeah. so I figured just throw that in there for this episode. Yeah. So uh, thank you for uh, introducing me to that. Oh no worries. So if man. y'all if you have the inclination, you could uh, Google search Bishop Cidercade mm-hmm. and see if there's one. I don't know if it's just in Dallas or if it's if there's other ones, but uh, anyway. Um, but that was it. I just wanted to talk about that as far as the uh, the trip goes. Um, but now on to the. News. I haven't dusted that off in a while either. Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. Okay. So in the last week or so, there was news of this HBO Max. Uh, new streaming service that's it was originally called Warner Media. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. I, there's already an HBO, there's already an HBO right. Go, there's already right. an HBO app and now there's and HBO now. now. HBO, so and HBO now. So what 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 is HBO Max? Yeah. What what's that? It's all of Warner, apparently. <laughs> Which so um so they, why, would, why wouldn't they just call it Warner Brothers? I don't know why they changed the name from Warner Media. I just or uh, Warner Media. Yeah, I, I thought that was a fine name for the, the app. Did one of the brothers die? <laughs> Not that, uh, that was that was so sweet and innocent, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. No, one of the Warner Brothers does not uh, die. No, um, but uh, it was just I find it weird. Now here's what it is. So they're gonna have, of course, all the HBO series and movies and things like that. They're going to have all the latest Warner Brothers movies, like all the DC stuff, like the Justice League and Aquaman and all this, the theatrical releases. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to have original programmings and stuff like um, uh, Fresh, all the Fresh Prince of Bel-Airs and not Office, but uh, Friends. One of those. I think it's Friends that they're going to have. Mm-hmm. All 200-something episodes of that. Um, and I think they're, they're tossing around the price point of around $17 a month, which... If you think about it, it's like, God damn, $17 a month. But I was thinking about it. Okay, if you're including all of HBO, and if you have HBO, if you subscribe to it, it's 15 I think I, I pay $15 a month for HBO on my cable mm-hmm. subscription. So if you take that away, you got $15, so an extra 2 3 bucks a month, you're getting all this other stuff uh, over-the-top style. They're not service. doing away with the DC app. That's still separate. Okay, they, and that's because the teasers had like Doom Patrol and maybe something else in it, but they're not yeah. showing everything. So, and that's what I was trying to get a clear answer on. And for, here's what here's why I see it. I think that the original programming from the DC app will be included on there, like the Doom Patrol and the Titans and the mm-hmm. and the Swamp Things, things like that. I think Injustice. that's. Yeah, Young Justice. I mean, I don't. I don't even know if the animated stuff would be on there. I just think the movie side, okay, will or the TV side will be included because they're also getting for the HBO Max. They're also getting all the CW DC stuff, which I have DC. I have the DC app, obviously, um, but I don't have the CW stuff. I don't have all the new movies because of all licensing and, and, and whatnot. So, I, I I think that the DC app is still going to stick around. 
for two reasons. One, you have the the comic book aspect it's where you could, it's a niche thing yeah. that you could have. And if you're just into the DC stuff and you don't want to shell out an extra ten dollars a month for all the other mm-hmm. Warner stuff, I think it's good to have just Options. the just the DC app. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, to be honest, I don't know if I'm going to get the HBO Max. There's a lot of stuff on there that, quite frankly, like, it's cool, but I, that's, I don't need it. Like yeah. I, there's a lot of stuff that it's not it's not like reaching out to me like ah oh, God I have that. Um, it would be nice if they would incorporate the DC stuff into the DC app, and maybe something will change mm-hmm. when this all rolls out to where you can have all the DC stuff in the app, and that would be fine. But uh, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting, you know, with these new streaming wars that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides Netflix, you have uh, DC Plus. I mean, uh, Disney Disney Plus. Disney Plus coming out, which is going to just destroy a lot of the competition, I think. Yeah. Um, and then now Warner, Warner, well, HBO. HBO Max, <laughs> and I think uh, NBC Universal. They're coming yeah. out with one, so we're in a new new age. And or CBS All Access has one too, yeah. so it's going to come out to the, like price points and what's feasible for you and what's important to you to 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 get. But At what point do you think free television just dies? I don't think it'll ever go that route, but I think it's, it's going to take a hitting. I would imagine. Um, and I don't. And I was thinking about this when, the, specifically with the HBO Max stuff. So if when this thing comes out and say I want to subscribe to it, well, do I need to subscribe to it on my cable also? Mm-hmm. Can I just cancel my HBO subscription on on Comcast or wherever I have my cable? I'm assuming that this is, this is. I don't think the cable companies are going to like that too much. No. Right, unless the cable companies have a uh, a stake in all the dig- in the in the companies that have these digital apps, because I think that's, I guess we got spoiled enough on on not wanting to pay so much for cable that we just yeah. wanted to pay X Y Z, and now we're paying X Y Z. That if you add it all up, it's pretty much the same price as cable in the first place. Yeah, and that's and now you still have to worry about either your cell phone data fees, unless you have an yeah. unlimited plan, or your download speeds, downloading stuff. You know, like, there's certain. Certain online companies that they cap you yeah. at how much you can use, or yeah. they overcharge you mm. if you go. Ugh. Yeah. So and, and that's what I did for a couple years. I I cut the cable, and I just went. I just had the whatever the highest internet package was, just for strictly internet, and then I did everything else through streaming services. And it it, it turned out it was fine for the first like year or so, year and a half. Yeah. But then everybody started kind of. Slowly crank up, cranking up the prices a little bit. I'm like, whoa, hold on. You know, now this is getting just as pricier or just as expensive as cable. But with cable, I have everything under one Mm -hmm. cable box where I don't have to sign on to here or sign on there, you know, or switch over to this thing. And I had it all. So that's why I went back. I actually went back to cable just for simplicity's sake. Mm -hmm. So there's the good thing is you have options now. So if you don't want to, all the cable stuff, you don't need all cable. You can just get the whatever you want, you know. Yeah. So, or anyway. if you're in a big family, everybody gets assigned one app and everybody shares everybody's Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that how it is nowadays, though? Like, uh, part, yeah. yeah, so like uh, Netflix, you know, you can only have, you, you have multiple people using the thing and mm-hmm. it's all like that. They're going to, I'm sure eventually they'll, they'll crack it down. Yeah, they'll, they'll find some way to, to crack down on that and make everybody have their own shit yeah whatever or no what they'll do is they'll do price points price plans for 10.99 a month you have one sign-on for 13.99 you can have three sign-ons no they'll cap the limit of time 
Like you get mm, twenty yeah. hours worth of access a month. So yeah. if your whole family blew through that access in two days, yeah. owned until the next month. Yeah. Something like that. That's why they're gonna have to get. They're gonna have to do their own thing where it's not a data thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's where the internet companies they're gonna start trying to find ways of mm-hmm. of getting there, putting the putting the screws to you. Yeah. But uh, anyway, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. <laughs> as long as we have options and good content, that's the thing. Yeah. If you have good content, you'll have your you'll have your members. Yeah. Uh, WWE uh, has good content. Yeah. And a good value for what you get. So yeah. I subscribe to that dc um i like the original content therefore i i subscribe to it crunchy rolls free if i watch commercials which that's I don't right watching crunchy, commercials crunchy roll for anime fans yeah. uh that's gonna be part of the hbo max so that's Ooh. gonna that's that's gonna be included in there so interesting yeah there's yeah there's a lot of stuff oh uh apple has their own streaming service coming out too Oh, but geez. they they announced all their original programming and it didn't seem so like artsy and stuff like that. It just it had no appeal to me at all. And plus, it's Apple. <laughs> yeah. If you're not from yeah. California or Austin, it's probably not for you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, moving on. Uh, there was uh, for the um, the Joker movie that's coming out. Oh God, Jesus! Um, <laughs> I already know where you're going. With yeah, the the director came out and he came out and said that. Uh, Flat out, we are not going off of the comic book source. There's mm-hmm. no... They're doing their own thing, pretty much. If you're in the director's shoes, you see that as a good thing or a bad thing? A little bit of both, actually. I mean, it frees you up. You can do whatever you want with it. Um, but at the same time, you're going to have your... I don't want to say you're going to alienate your, your, your loyal fan base mm-hmm. of that character... But that could backfire if it's not good. Uh, it just—I guess it's in the eye of the beholder for me. Um, they've pretty much said up front that this Joker movie is not going to be involved in any DC right. movie timeline. It's complete. It's a spinoff. It's a one-off deal. Right. Right. So if there's any opportunity to just completely go off the script in general, it would be a movie like this. Mm-hmm. There, there's, it's no different than an, a comic book artist doing a separate spinoff, just that it's not on paper, it's on screen. You like a, just a screen. one-off episode, yeah. uh, issue of something that's... Um, in, in DC lingo, in DC Comics lingo, would be Elseworlds, yeah. where they have like your what-ifs in your alternate universes type situa- situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, I'll, I'll, that's how I'm going to treat it. I'm just going to treat it like this is a one-off. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really affect anything else. Um, as long as the story is good, I'll... It works. Uh, yeah, it'll work. Yeah. yeah so, um, But I just thought that was interesting, that the fact that they're, they're, um, they're not waiting for the movie to come out. Yeah. To let people find that out because that could mm-hmm. that could be a yeah, backfire for it to water itself down. Exactly, your like yeah. you, you're, you're you're steamed, <laughs> and then come October you've cooled down, yeah, and you've accepted it. And I haven't really heard any backlash on that either. So mm-hmm. um, that could be a good thing. I mean, people are open to um, the fact that that is going to be its own thing. I think that for the people that are gonna that want to complain that it's not straight to the comic source, go back and watch Green Lantern and tell me how you feel. Well, that would still, well, okay, I see what you're saying there. Um, but uh, I mean, there's there's examples of of comic book movies that have strayed from the source, uh, whether it's good or not. For the most part, Nolan stuff I think was its own was its own thing. It just worked because of the way it was presented. Um, no, he he pretty much <clears throat> borrowed from uh, different sources like a uh, Batman Year One. That was like the big one. 
that mm-hmm. he that he borrowed from, um, and uh, and he kind of made it his own. But uh, yeah, it's, it is what it is. It can work. Like I said, the story's good. They still got your money opening month, right? <laughs> <laughs> nice save there. I see what you did. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's fine. Now uh, I said there wasn't a whole lot of backlash for that one. I did hear a little bit of backlash from a statement that uh, Tim Miller made. Tim Miller's uh, directing the new Terminator movie. Oh, Dark now, Fate. Yeah, if that's featuring the guy that did Ghost Rider. What? No, the Tim- kid, the kid from Agents of Shield that did Ghost Rider, that played Ghost Rider. That's him. Gabriel Luna. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah. knew he looked from the first four times I saw the trailer, I was like, I saw this mofo <laughs> from somewhere. And then I went back and, and, and saw an episode of uh, AOS. And I was like, that's the guy. I'll go ahead, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, he does not look intimidating at all as a Terminator, by the mm. way. Mm. But um, anyway, um, first of all, with the Terminator movies, even as me as um, a long term, long time Terminator fan, um, I always like to give them the benefit of the doubt before the movie comes out. It's like, I'll watch it. But after so many times, I'm, every single time that comes out, I'm like, okay, don't hurt me too bad. Just, <laughs> just, just do something decent in this movie. Well, as we've all seen, the trailer came out, this, the photo stills and everything came out of the cast and, and whatever, you know, who's all in it. And um, apparently he came out, and uh, Tim Miller did, and he was trying to defend the movie. Um, because there was some backlash about how the the female uh, lead in the movie um, doesn't look intimidating enough or just doesn't... People are bitching just a bitch because it's the internet, right? Mm -hmm. So he came out and he says... um, This is is involving like... uh, um, perceived backlash about Mackenzie Davis being in the, the main role and everything and um, being femme Nazis and other chauvinistic hate speech. And he was asked how he thinks that she'll be received um, in, in the movie. He says, if you're, all, if you're at all enlightened, she'll play like gangbusters. If you're a closet um, miso- misogynist, she'll scare the F out of you because she's tough and strong but very feminine. We did not trade certain gender traits for others. She's just very strong, and that frightens some dudes. You can see online the responses to some of the early shit that's out there. Trolls on the internet. I don't give an F. So, he's already basically coming out and saying, if you don't like this movie... It's your fault because you're sexist. Yes. Are these the same people that were uh, trashing Captain Marvel on Rotten Tomatoes before the movie even came out? I don't know, um, but I'm getting a sense of their realizing that they could have... Th- Go, for example, Ghostbusters, when that movie came out. Mm-hmm. What was the... Everybody complaining. Hermaker, they all got vaginas! Yeah, and the movie bombed because it was a bad movie. But they didn't... Was, sit- would it have been bad if, all the four, if it was a sausage fest? Probably, because the movie... Yeah, probably, because the movie sucked. Okay. It was a so bad that's movie. on Ghostbusters then. That's not on casting. That's just on right. Everything. But that's what people focused on. And that's that was and that's what that was a scapegoat. That and that's what the studio and, and the director, not the studio. I shouldn't say that. The directors and, and the stars themselves were saying that. Oh, these the misogynist fans. They just don't want to give it a shot because it's all women. No, it's not the case. 
This movie sucked because it was well, bad. The loud minority yes. would be the ones that would focus straight on the women instead yeah. of being up front and saying, you know what? The script was bad. The scenes were bad. The villains were bad. Everything was bad. Not just, not not so much, or maybe even to an extent, if some of those actresses didn't play the part that they were coming across for whatever reason. But just to point out one flaw instead of the whole mm-hmm. disaster, uh, that's unfair. And it's making it, like you were saying, a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Instead of taking blame for making a bad movie, you're you're making blame. You're putting the blame on the fans, because the fans are. Uh, it's our taste. It's skewed. Yeah, basically, we're all misogynists, and we didn't go see the movie because we don't like women. Yeah, but when in fact it could be a whole lot of other things that don't even have to do with this movie. Yes, you know, on the if you were to put on a scale, good Terminator movies on one side and bad on the other, which is heavier? <laughs> oh, the bad. Exactly, yeah. and I think they're getting ready. <laughs> they're, for, they're getting ready for that, and they're they're already using that as bait or as an excuse scapegoat. Mm-hmm. That if it doesn't do good, it's not because the movie sucked. It's because of of us. Yeah, you know, you and me, Chris. We don't. We just we're we're we're, uh, we're guys, so we don't like it because there's women in it. So. Which, if anybody knows me, that's completely the <laughs> opposite. I'll be, I just, in the, I'll be the day before opening because it's women. Yeah. You know? Um, and this is a guy that like number that, oh, God, I'm going to kill myself for this. From start to finish, I have never seen number one. I've seen pieces here and there. Mm-hmm. I have, I've, on repeat, binge number two because it's number two. I, are you talking about what are you talking Terminator about? 2. Okay, Terminator 2. Um, I'm pleasantly surprised with number three, but it's nowhere near as the follow-up to number two. Yeah, because it sucked. I've never seen the last two either. Or the last three? I don't know how It was uh, Genesis. And then Salvation? Salvation, then Genesis. Okay, yeah. I haven't seen those two at all. Yeah, you didn't miss much. Okay, good. Actually, you know what? Salvation wasn't horrible until the end. And then it sucked. I hated the end of it. Um, And then... uh, So if if they're going on record and saying that this is the sequel to Terminator 2, mm -hmm. storyline-wise, I'll give it an honest shot. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. They got my money already, yeah. but the fact that they were already preparing themselves, bracing themselves for yeah. for a bad um, response yeah. to, to to throw it on the fans like that, I just they rubbed me the wrong way. You know, I'm like, oh come on. At the end of the day, in my opinion, if 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 there's one reason why the movie doesn't stick the landing, it's because that people are still trying to get the last two movies taste out of their mouths. Yeah, you know, and if it wasn't for Salvation, then then certainly after Genesis, a lot yeah. of diehards mm-hmm. would have died by now. Yeah. You know, and moved on to something else, another franchise. Yeah. I will give it a shot, only because of my history with the first two movies. If this fails for you, is that it for Terminator? I don't think it's just for me. I think it's for everybody. I think the studios and everybody. I, I just don't think... That's it? The story's running its course? Yeah. They even had to bring James Cameron back. Mm-hmm. And he's not even directing. He's just They just got his name in a producer role. Yeah. Just to appease just fans. To, just for a little optimism. Yeah. Oh, hey, that guy? Yeah. I remember that guy. Yeah. He did the ones I liked. <laughs> <laughs> He's done good stuff. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just thought that was, uh, they kind of, like I said, they kind of rubbed me the wrong way, and hopefully it's not a, an omen of, of bad things to come. Speaking of online backlash, Uh-oh. I am just <laughs> dying to hear your take mm. on The Little Mermaid. <laughs> oh, The Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently I was, Ariel. I was told to, uh, calm the fuck down, let it go. Um, but because apparently you can't say anything negative 
about the casting decision that was that just was released about uh, Ariel. Um, but people are saying it about the Terminator, right? So it's all fair, right? Whether it's real or not. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you just sit on something? <laughs> that was a visual gag. You couldn't see. I just uh, I just chewed off my finger. All right. Um, so, um, yeah, there was a casting news that uh, Hallie Bailey mm-hmm. is cast as Ariel in Little Mermaid. Um, first of all, I'd read that three, four times because I thought it said Halle Berry. You're not the only one. And I thought, wow, that's kind of that's that's inspired casting, I guess. I don't know. That's kind of weird. Uh, a little old. Damn, me. Ariel let herself go. Oh, I didn't know this was a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> In an alternate universe. All right. So um, yeah. So this this newcomer, uh, Halle Bailey. It's it's a tongue, it's hard to get. Halle Bailey. Halle Bailey. Um, is cast as Ariel, and um, she's a uh, young black actress. Like, not a, I don't know if she's an actress. She's a she, singer. Um, she's a, she's a part of a duo singer. They did a uh, song, I think, if I'm not mistaken, for The Wrinkle in Time, hmm. and the Disney people liked her aesthetic, hmm. liked her look, and wanted her for a project. And did you did you know that ahead of time? Did you? Hell nah. Okay. Thank you, Internet. You know you know why you didn't know that? Because nobody know, knew who <laughs> Halle Bailey was uh, before this was announced. Did it, anybody remember who um, who uh, Chris Hemsworth was before Thor? Uh, no. Or um, Tom Hiddleston? Did anybody know what a Tom Hiddleston was before Thor? No. Well, I no? didn't. I'm sure some people no. did, but I didn't okay. know. Yeah. Yeah. Not the first time. Yeah. Not no, no, no. no. the last time. Okay. So let me, before I continue with yeah. this. Because you're already like, no, I'm just yeah. throwing, I'm just throwing devil's advocate. No, out there. no, and that's fine. And and this has nothing. My opinion on this has nothing to do with the actress Halle Bailey. I had to say that. So, <laughs> Halle Bailey. Um, I loved her in Catwoman. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> so because look, in an actor or an actress, if they're gonna get offered a role, take it. I'm not. Oh yeah. I'm Money's not. Money. I'm not. Bla- I'm not blaming any. Anytime this this kind of situation comes up, and it's been happening a lot more recently in in Hollywood. Anytime it comes up, I never blame the actor or actress, and I don't like it when fans go on and and blame them and and and, and, and bully not bully them, but just insult no, them. Bullying and, is yeah. the right term. To, uh, I, I I don't mean this in a derogatory way. The uh, Asian female from the last Star Wars, you played Rose. Who played Rose? I forget her name, but got yeah, bitched off the off the Twitter. She quit. Yeah, yeah. she quit uh, Twitter or yeah. and social media and there. And, and I'll I'll never Tran something. Yeah, I'll never take it that far. I just my opinion is of the company that was trying the, to make money. Yeah, and because look by by this point, it has to be stunt casting. It has to be for publicity's sake to get people talking about it. I just think it's funny that this actress that no one's really heard of. <laughs> that was the one person they 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 found after, and this was an interview with some from someone from the studio. After an extensive search at all of Hollywood, they found the perfect really sleepless nights. Uh, out of an extensive search, it comes down to this: for you are the American Idol. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, uh, and again, I, and this could come across as oh, this is Travis. Cause he's white and old man Travis, yeah, uh, and he's and he's and he's got red hair, so naturally I'm a sexist racist that doesn't like this. Well, here's but you're actually defending the redheads. You, your 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 point of view is that the gingers are dying off. At yeah, this is the trend. You're fighting. This all. is a trend in Hollywood, and and it's in it's in movies, it's in TV shows, it's mm-hmm. even in cartoons. 
they are replacing redheaded women and just redheaded characters in general mm-hmm. and throughout. And I don't know why the target is on genders, um, gingers, um, but it is. Now, um, b- before I get into my examples on that, I did want to say my contention with this casting is not so much of a race thing. It's not. A lot of the online fervor is. And even if it's not, it is being directed that yes. it is, even though yeah. that is not the case. And I've seen people trying to defend themselves. They shouldn't have to defend yourselves on an opinion, yeah. I think. But that's what everybody's You're yours coming. to have. It's yours to have. Everybody's got one. And here, here's my take on it. I'm... <laughs> I even hate to say the word offended because I'm not offended. I'm just, in, I'm just like, ugh. What's that? What's what, what's what's the word for eye roll? Because <laughs> that's that's how I feel about it. Because dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> that's good. That's a good call for. It. Um, I'm I'm more of a, a traditionalist. Unbalanced. Sure, we'll go with Unbalanced. that. Unbalanced. That's a nice. Because it, it it messes with the traditional sense of the character that I that I know of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Little Mermaid came out in 1988, 80, I believe so. somewhere in there. Um, and then there was there was a sequel, direct video. She looked the same. Mm-hmm. They they've used her time and time again. She looks the same. Mm-hmm. She was in uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet mm-hmm. in that little princess yeah princess scene. quarters yeah. She was white with red hair. Mm-hmm. I, this is the character that I've known. It and I think what messes with me on this is my OCD. Yeah, it's it's not. It's not a it's not a race thing. It turns out it it can be perceived as a race thing, but it's not. It's it, it messes with my. Uh, like it's you said, easy to just read the cover and assume the book is about race. Yeah. But in fact, if you go if you start turning pages, it's you tell you, me your taste, your movies, the timeline yeah. that Disney, like you just pointed out, the timeline that Disney right. has been pointing out that this is the way it's always been. And and when I, I mentioned it a little while ago, my, my my OCD, look, this is not the first live action Disney movie that's come out. Yeah, they've been redoing all of their classic movies, their animated movies in live action. They've even done the Little Mer- uh, version of the Little Mermaid in the um, the late nineties with um, the girl that uh, the girl that did Moesha. Brandy? No, that was Cinderella. Cinderella. Okay, yeah. Uh, Cinderella. But I, I don't think that was a Disney. I think that was like an offshoot direct to TV thing. Okay. I, I don't know sure if that, but still, that is one point but that wasn't like a main theatrical release. And that was before. That's out of yeah. out of context. And of that was before everybody threw the word racist out. And it yeah. so it didn't really didn't really matter. And and to me it didn't matter cuz it doesn't bother me but but I get more um uh agitated when it's like characters that I grew up with and characters that are I have some kind of emotional attachment to. Mm-hmm. Like um for example, Heimdall in the Thor movies. Yeah. In the comics, he's white, red hair. Mm-hmm. In the movies, uh, Idris, uh, Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Obviously. Yeah. Black. He he plays him very well. Exactly. And, I, yeah. and, and here's the thing. If it's like a, a C character or a D character or some kind of side character, it's not like a main... It's easier for you to get one over. Yeah. Yeah. Even um, uh, Man of Steel. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne played Perry White. Yeah. Didn't have a problem with it. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan played Kingpin in Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a problem with it because these fit the roles that yeah. they were. And they did damn good in their roles. Yeah. 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 So, gee, Travis, why is that different from this <laughs> this chick playing? Hey, Travis, why is it different from this chick that's playing real mermaid? <laughs> because by this point, it's um, it, they're doing it for the sake of f- f- uh, they're they're changing it for the sake of change. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense. 
to, to do it. Um, I see where you're coming from on that. And, and I, for me, as a comic book fan, hmm. I would be upset or I would be unbalanced <laughs> if you straight up told me one day that Wolverine is a girl. Yeah. Now, if you build a story through Logan mm-hmm. that there is a girl right. that has similar powers, right. sometimes even heightened powers above right. Wolverine's, mm-hmm. you name her X-23. Right. You tell the story later on that she evolves or Logan passes the mantle or he passes away and she dons the, the, the costume or whatever. Yeah. It'll work. It yeah. works. Yeah. It does work. It's it's it's, it's, it's in the books. Like it works. <laughs> it gets my attention. Uh, Logan obviously got my attention because I knew Daphne King as X twenty three was going to be great. Right. So there's room for this to happen. Mm-hmm. I think as a company that's trying to make money, knowing the perception of the general populace at this point in time in this climate, they know exactly what they're doing. Oh, yeah. By making this decision. Yeah. As a business, obviously we can't fault them for it. Well, I can. <laughs> you try. <laughs> Whatever audience the Little Mermaid yeah. might lose in the white demographic, they're sure as hell going to gain in the black demographic. Yeah. If not more. You saw, you look at the MCU movies right now, what's the number, what's the, one of the highest grossing movies? Uh, black Panther? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We just got done, well, I just got done watching Endgame and, and all the yeah. Infinity War. I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Black Panther is a good example. But And that is when everybody was coming, up, coming to Carlson saying, Oh, well, what if they cast Tom Cruise as Black Panther? <laughs> you know? And here's another thing. Um, you know, Or they cast the Bond, the Bond character as the chick. Did oh, that just hit today? Yeah, it hit today, yeah. Um, James the, Bond's a chick. The, 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 the chick from Captain Marvel, her, her friend, uh, Ra- uh, Monica Rimbo or whatever her oh, name okay, is. Oh, okay, yeah. I liked her in, the, in, in Marvel. Yeah, but the rumor is now that she's going to be 007. Not James Bond. Oh, but she's gonna be the next. 00. She's gonna be 007. Okay. I, Jamie Bond. No, yeah, she's gonna streets. be. It's gonna be no. There's still gonna be James Bond in the movie. So is this supposed to be like? Um, but the, the the thing, the rumor. I don't know. Spoiler alert for the movie. I don't know if this this could be a spoiler alert. But um, for for Bond twenty five. But apparently, Bond, James Bond is retired. So he does. There's no more mm. 007 designate spy. So, so this is like the Bourne legacy then, where you get another guy. You get Jeremy Renner to come in and mm-hmm. replace him, pretty much. I guess that's what they're doing. Now, look. I saw how good that one. I, I just, and here's the thing. Why, okay, so you want to throw out the black, the, the you know, if, if you want to make them all black characters. They're all originally white characters. I, I'm, so, I'm no, going to show my bias here and show that, not bias, but I'm going to say that I've never seen the Little Mermaid movie, so I, I don't know what the haven't. story is, <laughs> if the story, if, like, if the lyrics and the songs... It's a Danish sense. fairy tale about yes. white people. Okay, but, yeah, that, that's <laughs> Well, I no, I can't say because that's a big defense. It's mermaids, so get over it. This is a fictional character. But again, that goes back to my, my OCD. No, mm-hmm. that's that's the not the character that I... I uh, I call back to when I when I think of the character. That's what it is. And when you go back to the live action Disney movies, they've gone out of their way to make it shot not shot for shot, but like they look like Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. That the characters looked just like the animated movie. Mm-hmm. You go to Jungle Book. You know those all everything looked just like the um, the, the animated movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aladdin. They went out of the way to hire uh, Indian actors for the roles, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's authentic. 
to the source material. They're they're sticking with the source materials for everything that they're doing, except when it comes to the redhead. <laughs> Do you see now? Yes. Why? <laughs> why um, I get I see the steam coming out of your headphones? Yeah, Travis. I think you but need to get that check. It's just, <laughs> and, and I would be upset if the Night Rider was white instead of black. I know where you're coming from. <laughs> it's just one of those things, man. Where it's just it, it doesn't make any sense, and they're just doing it just for the sake of getting people to talk about it and, and rile people up and have that. And it does, if you look online, yes, it does create that divide and it creates a tension mm-hmm. that shouldn't be there. And there's no reason for it. And so if you're going to do, if you're going to, if you want, okay, I can understand wanting to make new, ca- or have diversity in your movies and have black characters or Asian characters or whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Why not have your Little Mermaid movie and introduce a new mermaid in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then, shocker, sequel. There you go. <laughs> Make it all about her. Why, you know, and that's why nobody really shits on Miles Morales because he's not replacing Spider-Man. They created mm-hmm. a different character, not they replacing like six or seven different ones in that movie. <laughs> because if they, yeah, but if they came out and now said Peter Parker's black. You know, oh, what yeah. I mean? <laughs> oh, forget about it. You, you couldn't even get past that. Spider-Man. <laughs> So, um, going back to my uh, ginger um, analysis, this all started back with the movie Annie. They okay. replaced Annie was a character. Mm-hmm. She's now black because mm-hmm. she's and redhead to black. Yeah. Go to Supergirl and the CW shows. Jimmy Olsen, mm-hmm. black. Um, also from that whole universe, Hot Girl. Mm-hmm. Still black. Well, I don't think she's black. I think she's like Native American, but mm-hmm. different. Whatever. She's not white. Not redhead. Not yeah. right. This is again, again. This isn't you focusing on black characters. This is about you focusing on the the redheads that the the elimination. Yeah, doesn't matter if the elimination of redheads. Replaced. Yeah, not that doesn't matter. The redhead was replaced with a white blonde. Yeah, it's still the same. They're being replaced. Right, redheads. Wally West. Wally West. Mm-hmm. Um, in in the Flash uh, series, um, more okay. This one's a little more controversial. Um, in the Titans show, uh, Starfire. Mm-hmm. She's an orange alien. I get it, but. She just left her black in the show. <laughs> At least paint her gold. At least, or orange. Paint her the same color as the Spray alien skin. Something. something. Um, Iris West in, in Flash also. Um, even in Amazing Spider-Man 2, Jimmy Fox played Electro. Guess what he was originally? Redhead. There you go. You're getting the stat. You're yeah, getting the matter. Yeah, yeah. um, Riverdale in CW. Look, CW, I think, has the bigger mm-hmm. <laughs> big contention here. Uh, Josie, they have, because they have Josie and the Pussycats there. Uh, Josie was originally white redhead. Guess what? She's black. Good, and now we have uh, Zendaya in Spider Man mm-hmm. playing MJ. They're smart, and is she mixed too. Do what is Zendaya mixed also? I don't. Sure, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've already mentioned uh, Heimdall mm-hmm. in in uh, the Thor movies, um, even in uh, animation, the new Rise of the Teenage Mutant Turtles cartoon. Oh, I've yet to see that. Me too, but I've seen pictures. April O'Neil, black. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm just throwing this out here that I'm onto Hollywood. I, I I'm uh, I'm on keyboard. You're gonna typewrite a stern letter. I, I'm <laughs> my manifesto <laughs> of, of the the conspiracy to eliminate gingers, uh, gingers uh, from Hollywood. I'm on. I, I'm yeah. I, I can you got see. a template. Yeah, yeah. You got something to work with. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, we'll, we'll take a vote from our listeners. What happens first? Yeah. Hollywood replaces all the uh, all the other colors black and replaces them back with gingers, or Area Fifty One gets raided. I'm just I'm just saying, protect Conan O'Brien. <laughs> he's I'm, 
He's a national treasure. We can't lose Kobe. Yeah. Um, no. Same thing with, uh, let's see, who's it? You know, Jean Grey, you know, you know X-Men. They're moving her over to MCU. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. they're going to turn her into a dude. Yeah. That was born a woman, but is now a yeah. dude. Yeah. 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 You can't turn her back. Iceman's gay now, right? So He's been so, gay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Iceman uh, and, a, and a dude Jean Grey. Yeah. Post-op. Yeah, make so, it happen. Anyway, um, I, I know some people are going to be hearing this and we're like oh, you shut up you racist but uh no that's just oh I, man yeah <laughs> get off my lawn go back to the vhs <laughs> uh what's wrong with vhs <laughs> uh, so anyway that's um anyway that's all i really wanted to i didn't know if i want to do that as like its own episode because that could spear off into like a whole different <laughs> all these different tangents of everything to try to defend myself without uh, sounding like a racist. Did, how did I do? Did I do okay? Yeah, about four out of ten. Okay, that's fair enough. Fifty-fifty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of <laughs> awkward. Um, so uh, anyway, are you gonna brighten my spirits a little before we go into Spider-Man? Brighten your spirits? Yeah. Lift Bye. us back up. Okay. I see Robert Downey Jr.'s name on your notes. Oh yes. Um, now there was a couple of things with uh, Robert Downey Jr. that came out that I thought was interesting. First of all. Um, he was in an interview, uh, and he came out and said that he does not want to be defined by his role as Tony Stark. Hmm. Yeah, he says here, I have it right here. Um, I am not my work, he says. I am not what I did with that studio. I am not that period of time that I spent playing this character. And it sucks because the kid in all of us wants to be like, no, it's always going to be summer camp and we're all holding hands and seeing Kumbaya. Um I'm sorry, buddy, but you are always going to be Tony Stark. <laughs> There's no way you are ever going to not be defined by that character, by that role. Why is that a negative? Ex- thank you. Why is why? There are thousands of actors that have come and gone mm-hmm. in our lifetimes mm-hmm. that would have loved to have had a smidge mm-hmm. of a moment mm-hmm. of a memory in time the way Tony Stark is made. Even call him Tony Jr. Stark, not Tony Stark, Robert Downey yeah, Jr. Out of, out of Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Same thing with Hugh which Jack- is odd you know. enough because in between the Marvel universe, there is a movie called The Judge, mm-hmm. where he is a lawyer and his mm-hmm. dad's a judge. Right. I thought it was an art Marvel spinoff because it was the same <laughs> character, the same attitude, the yeah. same charisma, the same everything that Robert Downey Jr. plays as Tony Stark in the Iron Man movies in the Marvel verse, but as a fucking lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Use and th- and if it wasn't for that, I might not have watched that movie to begin with. So why are you holding that against you? Yeah, exactly. Yourself, it's, you know? it, it, it makes no sense, and and the fact the fact of the matter is, t- the character Tony Stark is so much like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. in his mannerisms, the way he talks. It, he is that his person. personal life. Yeah, like getting to where he is. Yeah, now. exactly. So I just thought that was almost humorous. Like, I, I mean, maybe I'll sleep on your bed of money. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of, that was my other point that this because this came out through uh, Forbes and was reported by comicbook.com. Yeah, because he's got shares. Okay, so here, check this out. This is how much money this man made. Just okay, check this out. Um, he for in game, uh-huh. he made his salary just for that role 20 mil, right? 20 mil, yeah, just for playing Tony Stark in in game, right? Now, on top of that, um, he has a um, part of his contract. He's get a, he get a cut of the back end profits of that movie, which is around eight mm-hmm. percent. So if you do the math, um, that means he came out with an additional fifty five million dollars 
uh, for in-game. So $75 million. That is just for in-game. He had that same deal for Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Two movies. Easily a buck, a buck 25, a buck 30 for both movies. 130 million. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And how many Marvel movies has he been in in this, in this Infinity-verse saga? Oh, geez. Um, well, all the Infinity, all the Avengers movies. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You got the three Infinity, you got the, the, the three, uh, the three Iron, three Iron, Iron Man movies. Four Infinity Wars. The four Avengers. Four yeah. Avengers. Civil War, Captain Marvel. Uh, Spider-Man. Uh, and then Spider-Man. So that's nine. Yeah. He's been in nine movies. <laughs> so you're looking, he doesn't, he might not have those deals for the entire no, nine no, movies. No, 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 no. But you would think he's sitting on at least 200. No, and that was another thing um, that the, they were talking about in Forbes was the, the, a lot of studios are doing this well, now. They'll give a, a, an actor a, a, a share of their yeah. Well, that's ticket sales. That was the that was a thing that was started. I think um, Jack Nicholson started that. And back there was a couple other actors that got that, and then once they found out that's mm-hmm. a thing, then everybody started hopping on that. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. The like your 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 go to Marvel MCU. You know, your Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, Char- Scarlett Johansson. Uh, those those the core. They have similar deals, all like that. Um, and they can thank Robert Downey Jr. for that. And Robert Downey Jr., he he better be thanking John Favreau mm-hmm. uh, for going to bat for him because Disney didn't want to sign him at yeah. the time. That he was already damaged goods by the time they were casting for Iron Man. So yeah, just got out, right? Or something like uh, that. No, he, I mean he'd been out for a while, but his career wasn't. Mm-hmm. He did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is an awesome movie. If you haven't seen it, go check that out. Um, and a couple other and his, his stuff wasn't really main mainstreaming. It was just either straight to video or just like any hits. It was going straight to theater and then going out real quick. But anyway, the point is, he is he is Iron Man, like he says in the movie. <laughs> so I just think it's odd that he would try to even attempt to even say, "No, I am not that character." Uh, no, 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 dude. As you're you have your Scrooge McDuck You've done fault. Nine. Yeah. Ask Sylvester Stallone if he doesn't want to be distanced from if he wants to be distanced from Rocky or not. Well, more recently, Hugh Jackman is is Wolverine. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think so- eighteen years, seventeen yeah. years, yeah, lifespan. That's my Wolverine. I'm going to the grave. Yeah, Hugh Jackman is my Wolverine. Yeah, and ten years for for Iron Man. Mm-hmm. So for Robert Downey Jr. So yeah, you if it was one movie or two movies, I can understand where he's coming from. As good as the Batman trilogy is, I do not see. Um, the Batman, the uh, Christian Bale. I don't see him as Batman because it's only been three movies, right? And they've already phased yeah. him out with Matt with um, Affleck, Affleck, and then yeah. another guy after that. Yeah. But when you've done this for that long, yeah, you know, they're not going to recast Iron Man. Yeah, no, you're Rambo, it. you're, you're yeah. Rocky. In, in, embrace you're, it. You're Iron Man. Yeah, I thought it's a you're going to get residuals until you die. Oh yeah, he never has to work again. <laughs> he never has to work again. It's just it's more by drugs. It's just, it, it was almost pretentious almost to, for him to say that. Like, no. He wants to believe what he's yeah. saying. You know, damn well, he's got the arc reactor sleeping in his bed. <laughs> just humming. Yeah. To sleep. You know, he has his four o'clock Scrooge yeah. McDuck dive into his vault. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. the meantime, until the real Iron Man steps up. I know. You, I don't know if you've seen this video floating around on Facebook. There's a guy, that, uh, a scientist that's using hydrogen power to actually recreate. The, oh, uh, yeah. Adam, the, uh, the, the, the Adam Savage. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, I saw the video, and if you're a fan of MythBusters, you know who he is. Um, but I, I kind of chuckled a little bit after I was actually watched the video. It's like, no, he did not make an Iron Man suit. Like he had people 
do a 3D printer and create oh, pieces no, of it. Oh, no, it's not the guy from Mythbusters. It's another guy. I think Scandinavia, I think. he's a high Well, no, he got, no, he, he hired yeah, that guy, guy. Yeah. to put the boost, the, the thing. Oh, the repulsor blast on the, on the hands. On the hands, and yeah. he was using that, and he was like, he was floating. <laughs> I guess he was flying, I guess, but it was very rough. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, whatever. It's it is what it is. Um, but anyway, that, that was that was it for that. So all right. So enough about Marvel. Let's talk about Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you uh, figure that one out. It's a Sony, yeah. Sony yeah. Spider Man. Uh, yeah. Sony, ding. <laughs> you have to do that with the logo. Okay, so um, yeah. Here's what you're, the reason why we're here, folks. Is Spider Man Far From Home? It's oh almost, man, I thought we were gonna go more on the mermaid bashing. Next I'm more of a steak guy anyway, not fish. <laughs> it's it's a fictional <laughs> character. It's a fictional <laughs> creature. It doesn't exist. <laughs> Braces. <laughs> I'm gonna call your mama. <laughs> you know, I, actually, the original mermaid was <laughs> it was green. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. And she had girls. Yeah. Yeah, see? (laughs) Jesus. Besides, the real princess of the ocean is Moana. She didn't go up to the surface for dick. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Was that you that posted it on Facebook? I think I did, yeah. I saw a meme. I saw a meme somewhere where comparing the two. Anyway. Um, Okay. So, where were we? Spider-Man, Far From Home. Um, This one just came out recently. It was directed... Basically, by the same, it was created by the same team as Homecoming, so it's got that same feel, same vibe. Uh, directed by John Watts, written by Chris McKenna, um, so they they're already familiar with the with their franchise and know what they're doing. the The thing with this one is um, they had a lot more to on their shoulder. I think they had a lot more on their shoulders this time. Mm-hmm. But um, this one uh, production bu- production budget of 160 million domestic so far, 242 million. Mm. Um, it's only been a couple of weeks. Yeah, worldwide total eight hundred fifteen million. So it's up there. Yeah, it's getting up there. All right. Um, and like I mentioned at the start of this, you know, it's the the conclusion of the first saga, first wave of the MCU. So it's kind of important. Um, I think a lot of people going into this wanting to know where they're going with the MCU and what's next. Yeah, and uh, bef- before we deep dive into this. Um, we we're gonna do some non-spoiler thoughts on the movie first, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll hit you up with the spoiler stuff after that. So, okay. so non-spoilery. My initial thoughts overall was um, it was it was it was a fine movie. It it it, um, it kept the same tone I think as the as the first movie. Um, I think it started off a little slow for the first half yeah. before they get to a certain part of the movie, which we'll get into here in a little bit. I would say it's the perfect dessert. After the steak, yes. that was Endgame. Yes, you know, you, uh, it's hard to it's hard to overlook Captain Marvel in that sense. But at the end of the day, this year the main event was Endgame. Yeah, and um, everybody have, thought that was the end of it. Yeah, yeah. and so to have this afterwards, um, it, it was a it was a nice bow on top. Yeah, you know, knowing the knowing essentially that the trailers. Um, it was very difficult for the trailers to give you something without spoiling Endgame. So the yeah. the the, uh, the selling of the movie, there's very little to nothing other than the fact that you're watching. Oh, they the couldn't movie. sell it. They yeah. basically you're selling it off of being Spider Man in yeah. the MCU, yeah. because yeah, w- when this trailer first dropped, uh, Xavier called it on the episode. He says, "Is this whole trailer a spoiler?" 
Yeah. Like, that's a good point. Like, it was hard for, I can, I, I can imagine it was a little difficult for them to come up with a marketing strategy for it before Endgame hit. Mm-hmm. Because there was, I, I like how, you know, there was rumors going around that this is taking place in that two-year gap between Infinity War and, mm-hmm. and uh, Homecoming. Which, um, that could have been, they could have done that. They could have easily told a story that took place before Infinity War hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, this comes out, this this came out after uh, Endgame, and this is which makes sense because it's um, it gives us closure on a lot of stuff and in a sense of where they're going mm-hmm. um, after you know for the next phase, I guess if you want to call it that. Um, but uh, one one my last piece of my initial thoughts was um, the the two post credit scenes kind of stole the show for me, mm. but we'll get we'll get to that. Um, Again, kind of non-spoiler right now, but uh, explaining the blip, you know, they they ex- they we know what happened, you know, as moviegoers. But in the universe, in that world, they had to explain it to. We have to know how they're explaining it to themselves. We didn't really have to know. Like if you're watch, if you're if you've invested in this story by now, you've suspended your disbelief enough. I think they went mm. into, little, into a little bit too much detail because of certain again the loud minority that likes to pick at every single freaking thing that's not that's in the movie. Yeah, well, I enjoy. I mean, I enjoyed the explanation of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little bit confused the way they came about explaining it, um, but the second time I had to think about. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. um, th- just to get this straight, I saw the movie. Um, this movie was released the Wednesday before 4th of July, so July 3rd. I saw this movie Tuesday evening, mm-hmm. um, and then I saw the movie again last weekend. Your first viewing of this movie was last weekend, right. and your second viewing of this was within the last four hours. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just for context. So basically what you're saying is you're kind of fuzzy on some stuff. A little bit. Yeah. Which is where you come in. Handled. Okay, so um, Can again we get into the spoilery stuff. Just a second. Okay. Um, I thought it was a th- their explanation of what happened. I thought it was a clever way of getting the audience up to date, us uh, up to date with what's what's going on in their world, yeah. um, how they're how everybody's dealing with it. It would have been nice if some or one of the supporting cast didn't. Yeah, or if if they got sna- or if they didn't get snapped. Yeah. Or blipped, or whatever you want to call it now, but it's just to me, it's very convenient story story purposes. <laughs> why that everybody that's involved in this movie in this franchise got blipped? Yeah, I, we want to call it that now. Blipped. We'll just yeah. we'll reference that. Blipped. Okay. Yeah. Um, a couple other things, r- real quick. Um, I love the look of Mysterio mm. in the in the movie. Um, just like at Homecoming, um, they made. They made more of the outlandish comic book villains, and they made them work in the real world. I thought, you know, um, but uh, I, I think we'll get into more of that. They made them very convincing in the in these movies. Yeah. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was great as as Mysterio. Oh my god, it felt like a breath, a breath of fresh air having him on there. <laughs> yeah, in the beginning. Um, and knowing the character before I saw the movie. Mm-hmm. He kept me guessing. Yeah. He kept me guessing throughout the whole yeah. freaking time. I was waiting for it. Um, I was waiting for something to happen. Um, like I said, the, the, to, to me, the pacing, the, it was kind of slow mm-hmm. up front. But you needed it. You didn't want to leave people behind. Yeah. You, you didn't want to jump ahead. Um, Tom Holland, 
Um, I think he continues to be a great Spider-Man, Peter Parker. A combination of both. Yeah, um, the complete package. Yes. Um, I did notice, I don't know if you noticed this also, uh, It was, and I noticed it towards the end of the movie, but there's a couple scenes... Dude's looking kind of jacked up now. Like mm-hmm. he's still young, but like his he was wearing some sh- like some tight short sleeves in some scenes. And I was like, dude, is- no, the ones, no, yeah, he's looking, yeah, yeah. right, okay, it wasn't just me. All right, cool. Um, now we have Zendaya returning as is MJ. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't annoy me as much in this movie. There's more chemistry there between the two kids now, and it happens at a certain spot, and we'll get into that. But there's, and again, it comes to there's a certain spot in this movie. Where I get to, where everything kind of changes, um, but anyway, she uh, she wasn't as bad this time. Um, everyone dealing with the death of Tony Stark was a nice backstory to have to deal with uh, for these characters. Great scenes with Tom Holland and John Favreau. Mm-hmm. I thought the the chemistry between, and I think um, John Favreau just in general being that we saw it at the, end of, at the funeral scene in Endgame. Mm-hmm. I think him being that bridge mm-hmm. to that character, Tony Stark. I think that that uh, weighs down, has a lot of weight to his presence in the movies. Maybe maybe I'm overthinking that, or maybe I'm putting too much stock into his character. But I think something there's something about his character that pops up on screen. It's like, it gets you because of the history yeah. and some of the stuff that he says, mm-hmm. b- b- both in the funeral scene and in this movie. You know, but the cheeseburger and all this other yeah. stuff. And yeah, I'll get you out of the cheeseburger. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, but th- anyway, those are some of my initial Our thoughts. clean reviews. Yeah, that's our non-spoilery stuff. Let's get dirty. Yeah. On to the spoilery stuff. Spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Yes. Um, do you, do you want to start off? or here, here's, what, here's what I was going to do. Um, I was going to say, first of all, I think the movie starts off explaining what they need to explain mm-hmm. with the blip. And, and their, but and the timing was weird. Yeah, okay, well, good. The, the, not that it was weird. It's just that I'd never thought of it that way, where after the blip, people showed up five years grown, mm-hmm. and because they showed up during the middle of the school year, they had to restart the yeah. entire school year. <laughs> I, as, a, as a student that didn't suffer the blip, I'd be pissed. Yeah. I, uh, and here's, here's, the, here's the thing with... The, okay, so when you're dealing with adults in the MCU and the, in the, the blip and all this other stuff, it's, mm-hmm. it's fine, whatever, but... It, there's something about it with it being five years and the students coming back because high school is only four years as far as I, so how does dude? I don't know you know what I'm saying unless it's like you're a failure yeah that too yeah. but it's just weird that there should be like a whole new class of of, of people in here and where it seems like everybody's the same yeah you know do you see what I'm saying this mm-hmm. is kind of weird how no one's changed. But yet they're five years older, but they're still not. Because there's that scene in the airplane. It was a brand or new. The, uh, when he's trying to uh, Flash is trying to take a drink, mm-hmm. and MJ is like, "Oh, by the way, he's he was blipped. He's only he's only sixteen, not twenty one." Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? It's just it was rule. kind the of law. a it was kind of a mind fuck for me yeah. as far as their age. I overlooked it. At some point, I stopped caring about it. Yeah, I wasn't gonna let that bring down the rest of the movie the, just because oh, time accuracy. Well, I was kind of like that the first the, the I was kind of like that the first viewing for yeah. myself personally, but the second time around, the second I, I will I will admit that not as it was easier to follow like most movies. Yeah, it's easier to follow the second time right around. because you know where the hits were coming. Yeah. Were coming. But. Um, yeah, I, once it sunk in, it's like, okay, well, here's that. And they even showed examples 
of their little video that they made at the front, the little news thing that they did where some people stay the same and they show the picture of the girl who's still the same and they showed, and this person is five years older and now he's, and it's the same. It's the love interest. Well, the pseudo love interest. The one example that they showed on the video is the one love interest in this movie, the the, the love triangle thing. hard to get, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, is he like really the only person that wasn't blipped out? Yeah. For five years? I, I don't know. It was just, it was just weird for me. Anyway. So Man, let's get to Mysterio. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Going into the movie, there was a lot of, we see Mysterio being heroic heroic in the movie, in the trailers. Like, oh, well, most of the audio, most of the people watching it were like, oh, well, it's Mysterio. He's, he's just putting on a show. Yeah. But there was a small contention of people like, you know what? What if they're really messing with this? And maybe that is thing. And then they showed us that one scene where he's talking about the multiverse and he's from a different world. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he maybe he is a good Mysterio from another world. And so that was his kind of you know messing with everybody's minds. Yeah. And uh, it turns out uh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch, got you. Yeah, he he is Mysterio from yeah. our world. He made up all that bullshit. Was it believable for you? Yes, I, I fell for it. <laughs> um, the technology, everything. When, yeah. When they tied everything together, yeah. did the story make sense to you? Did you suspend your disbelief enough to buy the entire backstory that led to the scenes in the movie? Yes. That's what it did it for and me. And I loved the backstory. I, I forgot. About I all, forgot about Iron Man 3 where that tech yeah. had already been out. You're supposed to. Yeah. I mean, this, that was the whole point. Yeah. And I loved it. I love the callbacks. That even though this is the end of the first wave or the first phase of the saga, mm-hmm. God damn it, we're going back to Iron Man 1. And if you're going to lie, it's great to see how the costume was put together. You see shades of the Iron Man suit. Yeah. You see a, a cape that looks like Thor Vision. Yeah. You see the magic coming out of his hands that looks like Doctor Strange. Right. Like He pulled a lot of cues yeah. from things that would be recognizable to right. the naked eye for people to casually believe in and mm-hmm. fooled everybody yeah and the tech was gorgeous yeah the way they pull everything off is awesome um yeah there's okay so up into so he comes out and he's and he meets up with with fury and uh maria hill and we find out that he's explaining to all to them that he's from another world and these elementals on his world destroyed his 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 planet yeah and they're over here on this world now and he got to kill him. And he's killed three out of the four. Mm-hmm. The fire one is left. And it's the most dangerous one. Yes. So they bring in Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So it turns out... Of course, out, webbing. Yeah. Yeah. Because that does everything against yeah. fire, right? So, um, but it just so happens that he's on this uh, field trip to the uh, to Europe. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, they're in Italy and... Mm-hmm. Venice. Uh, yeah. Venice, Italy and... and, and uh, Prague. Well, they get there. They start off, they were going to go, I think it was originally like a two-day thing. It was going to be Venice and then Paris. And then they yeah. were going to shoot back. Because it didn't it seem It was like, supposed to be a week, but they were supposed to have days at one place and days Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. It's, I wasn't really paying attention to that yeah. aspect. Because I just, I wanted them to get to the shit. And it felt like for me, <laughs> it felt like for me, they were just, it was it was taking too long. They because, were delaying the inevitable for and, you. And you had your your montages and your, and your whatever. Yeah, montage. Um, you had those, um, ex- you know, for them on their, having their fun and all this other stuff. Yeah. And, um, Catching Peter with his pants down. Yeah. And we get the scene We get the scene with Nick Fury tranquilizing uh, what's-his-face. Tranking old chubs, yeah. You're a difficult man to get a hold of, Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, then we come out, then he's got to pull in Spider-Man, and um, 
that's when he introduces him to Mysterio and he tells him everything else about the multiverse and and it's 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 the it's the Marvel MCU. So yeah, he's explaining all this and you have Nick Fury buying into it and he's like, "Well, and the way that's the beauty about the way the, the character Quentin Beck Mysterio was explaining all this was so on earnestly and and just Here's what's going on. An explanation that comic fans can easily understand. Yeah, I did. But 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 light enough that even a casual viewer that just that's that's buying a ticket because their boyfriend dragged them to Infinity right. War and Endgame. At least it makes sense to yeah. them too. Right. Yeah. And um, anyway, it was um, they have well they first get introduced together or they meet up in in Italy and they fight off the the water one mm-hmm. and then that's when they go into the cave and he explains the fire thing and they come up to the plan to to meet up at this in Prague mm-hmm. and this little fair that's happening no the plan was they're going to meet them the 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 the, the, the monster has been targeted in Prague right spider-man doesn't want to leave Prague because right. he wants to go to Paris and get some yeah so Nick Fury hijacks the trip and all the kids get to go to Prague but I do like Peter's um retort to that was I can't because first of all Peter Parker and Spider Man was in the Washington. They yeah. were well, they were in the Washington trip, but he's supposed to be a neighbor. He's supposed to be a New York guy, but Spider Man showed up in Washington, and now if he shows up here with me with with all this class, they're gonna know it's me. You know, yeah. one of them. Yeah, it's, it's one of us from the class. Yeah. yeah. So um, I, I just thought that was they were including stuff that happened in, in Homecoming mm-hmm. for that aspect of it, yeah. where even though yeah he saved the day, yeah people are still thinking about that. Like what it, you know, it's it is kind of weird that he's showing up. Yeah. When the class is around, you know. But anyway, so um, yeah, they find out, you know, they make the work their magic, you know, Nick Fury and gets all them away from danger, supposedly. Um, he says he can't show up in his costume, so they create a, a stealth costume. Yeah. Black on black. Yeah. All black. Yeah. Which was funny, like the little scene where you shut the door, get undressed. Is he hiding? Now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but there was some, you know, fun little hijinks in there. But anyway, so, um, yeah, Mysterio, he ends up saving the day. He destroys the, the fire, acting like he's going to sacrifice himself and all this other stuff. And, um, so after that scene, oh, by the way, backtrack, because something's about to happen that we didn't talk about. Edith. Mm, the glasses. The glasses that we first saw in Infinity War that Tony mm-hmm. was wearing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which... I, I I got a chuckle out of Edith the the um, anagram for for uh, Edith is even dead I'm the hero yeah. <laughs> I thought I was like ah that asshole <laughs> smells like Tony yeah that might even be the name of this episode yeah anyway smells like Tony no well uh, that's not bad either <laughs> I was thinking even dead I'm the hero uh. but um, <laughs> anyway so um, the glasses are gonna be able to play at first they're just kind of a. a well, the whole, well, I guess the whole movie, they're a plot device, yeah. really. But initially, they're just a thing. Um, which there's some funny comedic parts in the, yeah. on the bus with, yeah. with him learning how to use his glasses and everything. That was, that was some funny stuff. But, uh, okay, so get to back to uh, Mysterio. He, mm-hmm. he saves the day, whatever. And then uh, they go have a, some drinks. A drink. Yeah. yeah. Lemonade. Lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> um, Beyonce would be proud. And that was a really nice scene between them two between even even before where um where parker uh is talking uh with fury is like do you have the plan do you know what we're doing 
and then he's up in this, he's up on the roof, mm-hmm. and Mysterio flies up there just right. to talk to him, just to have that camaraderie right. that that he that Spider Man used to have with Tony, right? In yeah. a backwards kind of way, because right. it was he was looking for Tony, Tony was looking for anyone else, right? And now this one, he has somebody that's actually opening the door back, being reciprocating, yeah, and um, just falling into the trap. Yeah, <laughs> that we didn't know what was being said. Well, we kind of we you can comic book guys know well, if here's the thing. if Mysterio. To be honest, with with all the history of Mysterio being a villain, right? If the story was completely true that he's from another universe and he's the good guy, I would have been curious what Phase Four would have brought. Yeah, with Mysterio as an Avenger. Well, I don't that know. Means, if they, that being said, because the plan was after he saved um, uh, Prague from the fire monster. Mm-hmm. Fury was going to go to London or something for a meeting, and he was going to introduce. The plan was, quote unquote, oh, that's right, yeah. introduce Mysterio as an Avenger. Yeah, so that would have been interesting. Phase four. See how long he could have. They've already teased us in Captain Marvel that the scrolls, for the most part, are victims of a war between right. the Kree and other and another race. Right. Where in the comic books, the scrolls, even Super Scroll, they're all evil. So, right. I, so they've already teased us with that. So if they right. would have showed me Mysterio would be a face in this whole thing, I would have bought it hook, line, and sinker. And here's the thing. That scene, that rooftop scene that you're talking about, he was so earnest in that performance. Like, you, you start to forget. Like, is he? If, yeah. Like, I, 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 was, I, was, I was getting sucked he, into he it. He got like, you. He got me, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. What? Um, so um, we get to the, the bar scene where they're having drinks, and basically he... Talk without no without Peter knowing he talked him into giving the glasses yeah. over to uh, to Quentin to Mysterio, which these glasses are very like a multi billion yeah. dollar uh, uh, augmented reality yeah. system, yeah. and they're uh, Tom Ford, so you look good in them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know about that, <laughs> but uh, just think of Tony's Iron Man's HUD screen, yeah, just in glasses form, and that's what that's what his are. Not to know? mention, I, I maybe I got too lost in the moment for a second. In that scene where Peter was tell was telling himself, for the next Iron Man, I trust you, and he mm. gave the glasses to Quentin, and Quentin put them on. Yes, it looked like a younger Tony. Goatee, the hair, everything, the personality. There it was felt some, like a younger Tony there. I don't know about a younger one, but there was definitely some resemblance. Yeah. I couldn't put my finger on. It, but I was like, yeah. damn, and and I think that's what they're going for because mm. when you see Peter's reaction to seeing him like that, he's taking like, it back. Like, he's wow, like, I'm yeah. picking the right choice. Yeah. So, Sucker. yeah, but he, I mean, I mean, that guy, you can't blame, you can't blame Peter. If you invested 19 movies, 21 movies into this whole thing, right. that's going to tug at your heartstrings, and it did yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah. Again, that's why the MCU works so well, because you have that invested time mm-hmm. into all these characters. But anyway, so, yeah, Tony, he, he signs off, he transfers the powers or whatever, mm-hmm. um, or the uh, commands to Quentin, and he gives them, and he walks away, and... He's just watching him walk away, and then you start to see, you start to the see Matrix. All, yeah, he's, yeah, he, basically the Matrix. You start to see all the facades, all the holograms disappearing, and he's like, he's, "Okay, is he gone? Hey, yeah. get this, get this stupid costume off of me, guys!" Get him here. And here, and here's where we have um, the big reveal of what's going on. He is a disgruntled former Tony Stark employee. Stark Industries employee. That if you go back to Civil War, when Tony's had got the holographic thing, the therapeutic yeah. thing, and he calls the it... acronym Bar- is BARF. Or, yeah. And yeah. you see a made, like a little made-up shot of him in the background, like, oh, he caught a BARF. Like, he was all... Yeah. Like, he was, he was back there the whole time. That was brilliant. 
Then we have the number two, the bald guy, yeah. who was one of the side, one of the underlings under the Ironmonger in the first Iron Man. Right, movie he's the one that got that yelled at. That couldn't recreate yeah. the nuclear reactor core into a miniature version. Tony that- Stark made this out of the spare parts in a cave. <laughs> well, quite frankly, sir, we're, we're not, not Tony, Tony Stark. Stark. That guy, he's he's here. Yeah. Ralphie from uh, it's a wonderful. It's uh, uh, Ralphie from uh, Christmas Story. He's yeah, yeah that's him. But, uh, That's him? Yeah. Oh, crap. I'm <laughs> old. <laughs> um, Don't shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah. So um, he's there, and then they had a, they pointed out a few other people that were disgruntled. Thank you to this chick that knew that they were going to hand yeah. this not to the defense system of the government, not to the new shield, but to a freaking kid. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the, the script writer who came up with the multiverse and all this other stuff. And it sounded ridiculous. But it worked. Yeah, and it's exactly what they wanted to hear. And uh, it's like, so everything worked to perfection. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and that's what I wanted to say, that this movie really picks up once they get to Prague. Yeah. Right before that big fight happens. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we see, uh, then after Mysterio's true nature is revealed as a former uh, tech guy for Stark. um, Yeah. the 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 first time they he so Tony gets I mean I'm sorry Tony uh, Peter gets back to the hotel he meets up with MJ there's a, a scene where there he wants to take her out just to, for yeah. a walk or whatever and she's receptive to it easily yeah. receptive to it so I'm like, chatting five okay mm-hmm. so they go out there walking around and he's like there's something I wanted to say I'm you're Spider Man yeah and he's like no I'm not Spider Man plays it off and. Well, who else could it be? Yeah. So it's a good impersonation. Isn't you it? disappear all the time, Peter. Yeah. And then he's still denying. Then she pulls out that she found this. A hologram. Uh, yeah. Uh, the the, the tech. device. Yeah, yeah. A piece of tech from the hologram. Um, but she kept it because the webbing was on it. And she's like, it's the same spider. It's the same webbing from Spider-Man. So. Um, no, she, it was the, the night monkey. Yeah. Night monkey. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of funny. Night monkey. Anyway. So anyway, <laughs> it, it drops and the hologram pops up and he's like, whoa, what's that? And then he puts pieces together. He's like, oh, derp, derp. yeah, I'm Spider-Man. I got to go. So, <laughs> I don't fucked it up this time. Yeah. So anyway, so he goes and uh, he tries to get back with uh, to uh, Fury. Mm-hmm. He doesn't call him because he thinks he's being tapped. So he goes, he, he hops a train and gets to his, uh, this where, wherever Fury's supposed to be. Fury, gets, he get, he, Fury pulls up. He gets in his car. He takes him to this building. He's walking in. And he and he tells he tells Fury and Hill what's going on, and then he's like, "Oh well, so this Mysterio guy, he's pretty pretty smart." Before then, hmm. but in between that, uh, Mysterio is practicing for his curtain call, his final scene right. with the big monster, and they notice a little glitch in some of the in some right. of the uh, display where he discovers mm-hmm. that one of his drones went missing, right? And he finds out that the last scenes were Peter and Peter and MJ, and he's right. like, "Oh, great! It's your fault that I got to pull up, put a bullet in this kid's head." Yeah, you know, he I was gonna leave him alone and do my. Thing, you could tell he actually liked the kid. Yeah, yeah but yeah. now I got now because yeah. of you, I got to out him. Yeah. His that, blood's on your hands. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was that was uh, everything with his character was great. Yeah. Just like Michael Keaton as the Vulture, like they the writers like they have of this their mo- own morals. Yeah, the, the writers of these movies they know how to make good villains because yeah. it's easy to side with them. They have they're right in their own mind and they're they have and, their own moral code and lines that even they won't cross. Right. Well, in this yeah. case, he is going to cross because he's going to kill Peter. But not that he wanted to. <laughs> right. But yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, and he so, fools him. Yeah, in and, and before you know it, like you see Maria Hill disappear, and then the building starts disappearing, and 
then he, his, his costume starts to change back to his original costume. And we get this really elaborate, it's a really, to me, it's a really great scene. Of, Watch that on Mushrooms. <laughs> but he's like, the whole scene just kind of changes up and like uh, it goes to black and then fog and all this other shit. And he sees Mysterio coming in and through the hallway at the school. Yeah. And he's, he's falling down. It's, it's, it's a trippy scene, but it's not trippy like Dr. Strange trippy. It's like trippy, like the way like everything's moving around yeah. and like he sees Mysterio behind him. He turns on punches and he punches the wall, yeah. you know, things like that. And dude, the scene where the Iron Man, uh, the, Iron Mark, Mark Armor comes out of the grave. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh. But that was that was one thing. The he that uh, Spider Man he just gets caught up in his illusions, and it looks like something you see out of the latest Spider Man video game. Yeah. Because you fight Mysterio in that and some of the stuff. So that was very you know it, something you see in in a, in a cartoon or something. It was just like pulled right out of the source material, mm-hmm. and it was really cool. I I got a, a kick out of seeing all that. Yeah. And during this scene, Spider-Man, well, during this whole movie, Spider-Man is, is uh, trying to uh, hone in on his uh, uh, Spidey sense or um, Peter Tingle. <laughs> the Peter Tingle, yes. Yeah. Did you think that went too far? Like the, or did you like the running gag of that? The, because it was Aunt May, I let it go. Okay. Yeah. If I, if, I'll, I'll, ex- I'll allow it for this movie, but if I keep hearing, like, if we get to, like, Avenger 6. I, wanna, I just want the <laughs> next Spider-Man interaction with Aunt May to go, Aunt May, it's it's Spider Sense. That's it. It's. It, I don't even want to call that. I just wanted to be. I don't want to be a joke. I don't. I don't want it to be a butt of a joke every single time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's part of his powers. You know, and that's what it needs to be. And mm-hmm. like, I give it a pass in this movie, but down the road, I'd, it's worn out now. Yeah. yeah. I like it in Infinity War where you just see his hair stick up. Yeah. In the, on the, and he looked at it like, what the hell is that? Yeah. So, uh, anyway, what were we talking about? Oh yeah. Um, okay, so the multiverse was a scam or ruse by Mysterio. But do you think it will actually end up still being a thing in the future, the multiverse? Do you think they blew the load on the, using that as a escape as a as a as a thing? If the stories they give us in the future are good enough, mm-hmm. it'll be easy to forget this moment. Okay. Um, then again, it wouldn't surprise me if, because I think Doctor Strange had already mentioned it before in one in either in his movie. Or in the first Avengers movie, that we're just one of many different worlds, anyway. He probably, yeah, he probably would have mentioned so, something like that. Yeah. But uh, um, I, I think with everything that happened in Endgame, and the fact that they're even touching on the subject right now, I think something happened. At this from point, in- they won't lose fans. Yeah. now if they go it's that believable. route, because it's, it's believable. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I think you can call back to maybe even Endgame. Mm-hmm. Something happened during that whole blip. Or snap, or whatever you want to call it, them fucking with time, could the time stones and all this other, all these other infinity stones. I think you have your your out to create a believable multiverse in, within this universe. Yeah, that's just me. And the option to bring in new new um, new franchises without having to retell the same origin story. Do we need an origin story for the mm-hmm. Fantastic Four? Do we need an origin story for the X-Men? Yeah. That story just in itself that it that it, there was actually a tear in the time continuum. There could be, yeah. That, yeah. that they're there. We know who they are. Mm-hmm. You don't need to tell us. I don't want to see Thomas Wayne get shot anymore. We know how they are, right. who they are. Yeah. Just give it to us. Go. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, and, I, and to that point, you could do it to where you have your, your first off introductions, but not a full-on origin. 
but just talk about it here Tease and there. Yeah. Like uh, in Homecoming, like he shows up like uh, security footage of him swinging around. This mm-hmm. is you six months ago. Like, yeah, I got bit by a spider. That's, oh, that was in yeah. uh, that was in uh, Infinity War. No, no that was uh, Civil, Civil War. War. Civil War. That's what yeah. I said, right? Yeah. Okay. I thought I heard something. Else. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, you know what? I said Homecoming. Yeah, it was Civil War. Yeah. yeah. Civil War. Um, so anyway. Uh, so yeah, he gets revealed, and th- after they figure out that no, after that big that big scene of the big illusion fest, the illusion continued when uh, Ver- Fury was, kills was a, him, shoots there, him from the back. There was a couple of uh, twists in there. It yeah. was um, he's um, Mysterio is like walking up to him, and then you hear a gunshot, and then you he turns to normal to normal, and he falls down. And you see Nick Fury behind him. And then he says, who, did, who else did you tell? Who all knows? We got to protect you because we don't know what's going on. They could be in danger. And he tells him, who told him? He's like, God, you're so gullible. You're smart, but you're gullible. And then he, and he's still mysterious. part of the illusion. I was like, yeah. God, this is genius. <laughs> um, and, then, and then he starts walking. He starts walking. And Sp- Spider-Man's walking backwards. And he says, hit by a train. he says, I'm sorry, Peter. And then, bam, he gets hit by a train. And then we get the jail cell scene of him in the, in the Netherlands. Yeah, you're the Netherlands. Um, with Everybody's the, nice here. Yeah, and the, the three uh, three cellmates. Yeah. Um, so nice. They gave him a shirt because he looked cold. Oh. Yeah. Um, I thought the whole scene was just funny. Like, it wasn't... It uh, wasn't ham-fisted. Yeah, I don't think so. And plus, I don't know if it's a, it's a joke or anything that Netherlands is so, it's so, it's such a pleasant place. Yeah. But yeah, they were playing off of that. Um, he even says, God, everybody's so nice around here. He, yeah. he, someone gives him his phone to use and... Um, okay. How do you pronounce this place? There it is. Yeah. I think that's the way you actually yeah. say it. Um, now, he calls Happy, and he says... He spills the beans. He says, dude, I messed up. Come get me. Blah, blah. So, he, he touched down to this, this tulip field. Mm-hmm. He goes... I like... Okay, so Happy comes down. And he says, are you are you real? Like, is this you? He Tell says, me something only you would know. Yeah. And he, you like porn. Yeah. That's you. Okay. Shh, shh, shh. Yeah. And then the, the hug... Like that right there is already like that felt like Tony, like he's hugging Tony, like legit, like he's scared, mm-hmm. and because he knows he messed up, and then we get to the scene where they're in the airplane and he's he's getting stitched up and everything, and I think to me this is the best scene in the whole movie when yeah. we get such emotion out of Tom Holland. Spider-Man, mm-hmm. of how much of he let everybody down. Like, he messed this up. Is, this like, is he knows PTSD. he messed up. Yeah. yeah, he knows he messed up. He gave all this tech to this guy. He fell for all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And the he said, he's got the, the weight on the world of being the next Tony Stark. Of He sees his image everywhere, and he's trying to be the next Tony. He's like, Happy's like, you're, you're not going to be the next Iron Man. No one's gonna be the Iron Man. No one's the next Tony. Even Tony couldn't be the next Tony. Right. He questioned everything. The, the interaction between these two. Like, like I'm getting goosebumps thinking yeah. about it. Like it's not even that. Not even father and son. It's more just it felt like father and son because he's trying to hit, hit it with his mom. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll, I'll give you. But anyway, he gives him the pep talk that he needs to get back on his feet because he's like, okay, he stole your tech. He's what blah blah blah. Do? What are you gonna do about it? Well, you gotta get it back. How? I got you. Make yeah. a suit. Yeah. Well, he says, I'm going to get it back. He says, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Then I need a suit. And he says, I got you. And he opens up this thing. And then him walking back there, not even questioning anything. He starts seeing, give me everything on, on Spider-Man. He pulls up his suits. He starts flipping through it. He starts messing with the hologram stuff. And you see the look. Just like him ha- and Jarvis. 
Yeah. yeah, and you see the look on Happy's face, like ah, this is this, this feels is right. Yeah. yeah, and then you see him like put his arm in the in the the, the little hologram, like just like Tony did yeah. in, in, in the first Iron Man. That was still like I'm just, I'm still getting goosebumps <laughs> talking about this because it's just such like the emotion in this mm-hmm. in this scene going all the way back yeah. to how Tony was, and now this is he's saying he's not the next Iron Man, next Tony, but he's. He's, like, the, he's a Spider-Man. And another good thing about this, we get the cue up from the music. I got the music, and then we're playing uh, ACDC. Oh, I like Led Zeppelin. You motherfucker. Uh, yeah, but the the same song that we're hearing from yeah. Iron Man 1. And it, the, the same the, band. The, the he used cup. to play uh, Shoot to Thrill. No, in the first Iron Man, he's back in black. Really? Yeah. Okay. In the first scene where they're in the Hummers, and they're driving down. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Um, but you you see all that, and not only all that, not only going back to the emotional stuff and the nostalgic stuff, and the callbacks, but it's also showing how smart Peter is. Because I don't think that really, like it's been told that he's smart, but you see it in this scene that he ma- he's making his own suit yeah. out of out of Stark tech. Special webbing. Yeah, like yeah. and all that came together so well, and I just that to me that's my favorite scene in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. But. Um, and then that leads into the final climax of the movie. Final battle. Because what he does is like, okay, so he's got the tech. He's got uh, Mysterio does. He's got the he's got Edith. Now he's making he's taking all the elementals. And he's forming unbelievable like the Power Rangers. No Voltron. The what? Voltron. Oh, if the do if the holograms had a little heart, they'd be Captain Planet. Yeah. So yeah, really, <laughs> that should be the example I should have used. I was waiting for yeah, it, but. Um, Anyway, so they made one big elemental thing, and uh, it's in Paris, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's Paris. No, yeah. it's London. London, that's it, yeah. yeah. And um, Nick Fury's there. He's in the tower, and he's looking over things, and Mysterio is calling the shots. Updates. Yeah, false updates. Yeah. And the kids are there, and they get transported by one of Mysterio's guys, and they leave him there on the bridge to die, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so their plan, so Peter has a plan. He's going to show up. He's going to fly over the hologram illusion, mm-hmm. and he's going to drop into the middle of it because he says if he gets in the middle of things, then he can take them down from the inside. Happy's going to get his friends. He's going to get them out of there. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much straightforward, um, which we had some good uh, back in. Yeah, yeah, and we had some good action sequences within that with him going in there. And yeah, Peter's plan. Like I know what the tech looks like, so just drop me above it. I'll fall inside, right? And I'll just break it in from. I'll break down from within. How do you know what's real and what's not? I got. I got. Have, have an extra sense. Oh, you mean your Peter Tingle? <laughs> so it was again. It was the joke of the yeah. thing. But anyway, so um, yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. That's the the final scene. The the kids are gonna go into the the, the jet with Happy. That gets blown up. They go into the, the vault room, the, the Crown Jewels yeah. vault, um, and that's where. Uh, Mysterio is going to kill them. He leaves all the drones to automate to to kill Peter. Um, he webs them all up and he tries to get them all down. He runs out of webbing, um, but then he improvises again, showing how smart he is. He improvises on the fly mm-hmm. um, and takes down as much as he can until he's able to see physically see where Mysterio is at, and then he like, oh, he bounces off that little yeah. you know, projector thing and he shoots up in there. And then he starts to take him down, and then he actually does end up. He he uh, he tries to fall for. He tries to do the illusion thing again, 
but he closes his eyes and uses spider sense. Thank you. Yeah. And then um, he goes around there and he says, well, why aren't they shooting? Because you're in the strike zone. And he says, fire all the weapons. <laughs> and then guess what happens? He got shot. Yeah, by his own uh, his own weapons there. So um, that's pretty much it for Mysterio for now. Yeah, they uh, number two rebooted or backed up all the software for the, all the... All yeah, the he takes... Yeah, he, he downloads all the... So- the Ralphie from uh, Christmas Story. He, yeah. he backs up everything and takes it and he gets out. But Mysterio, you think he's dying on the ground. That's and, he, and, he hands, and he hands him the glasses, and then you hear gunshot, but he grabs him off to the side. Again, Spider-Sense tingling, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, but he's still shot, so he's still hurt. But, so he, he stops him from sh- shooting from behind. And hands him the glasses. Yeah. So he Calls back all the drones. They're all gone. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. yeah. So he's, he saves... He, yeah. Mysterio dies. And he even calls on the glasses and says, is he Transfer dead? Over. Yeah. Or is this real? Yeah. All illusions are ended, or whatever the, whatever they say. Um, and then that's pretty much it for the wrap-up. I mean, there's... He gets the girl. Giggity. Yeah, he gets the girl. Um, and here, here's the thing about MJ. Because that was the big eye-roll groan of the first movie. Um, it's not Mary Jane. It's some... No, it's Michelle. Name. Like, it's Michelle, but, you know, friends call me MJ. And everybody's like, oh, no. Um, <sighs> but they've they've come out and said that this... Um, there's not going to be Mary Jane in this universe. It's going to be MJ. There's not going to be Mary Jane. So you've had, I've had, well, I can only speak for myself. I've had time to digest the fact that this is, we're dealing with this MJ. We're dealing with this Flash Thompson. We're dealing with this Ned. Uh, so deal with it. Yeah. I like Ned. He's fine, but I can't picture him being Pop Goblin like he's supposed to. But anyway, but then we have, uh, I, th- I think Flash Thompson, that character, like the actor that plays him, I think he'd be over more if he wasn't Flash Thompson. If he was something else. Yeah. You, we have enough history. Like, again, not a race thing. You've had enough Flash Thompson in literature and in cartoons right. to have a and set movies. body type. Yeah. yeah. Not just a race thing, just a body type. And he's right. he's a scrawny little mofo for him right. to be Flash. He's supposed to be the jock. He's supposed to be the... Now, yeah. the way he was portrayed in this movie... Right. Do you see a future where he becomes Agent Venom? No. Because he was overly a fan of Spider-Man in this movie, the way Flash Thompson in the Agent Venom comics was, that led to him going to the army and led to him losing, losing his legs and becoming Agent Venom. No, that, they're not, there's no way they're going that route um, with this version of Flash Thompson. Okay. So explain to me, because I, I don't read that much. In general? In general, yeah. <laughs> <Just> pictures. <laughs> What's the deal with Flash's mom? I, I was about mom. to ask you the same thing. Because is, is she? It was weird that that was like a, one of the last lines. And the, <laughs> like was, they're leaving the airport. Even, even yeah. when when Peter's wearing the glasses and he's spying on everybody's cell phone activity, there was I don't know if you caught this both either time. Flash was texting his mother, "Where are you, mom?" Oh no, I didn't catch that. I caught that the first okay. time. So after the first viewing, I already had this preconceived notion of what's up with Flash and his mom. Okay, I didn't I didn't catch that. I didn't catch the that part, but I did obviously catch it the at the end. end where he's like mom couldn't make it and he's all sad. Yeah. Listeners, um if you have any history of, of Flash Thompson or if you know or, or if you, the mom turns out to be the new Dr. Octopus? No, stop it. Um <laughs> but uh something. There has to be something to why, that. What's your theory? Do y'all do y'all have any theories as to why this that was hinted at a couple times in this movie. We, there, we've we've been invested enough in the Marvel universe that nothing's ever just said for nothing. Right. There's always something to Especially it. Especially at the end of the movie. To, yeah. The fact that they went yeah. to it twice at least. Yeah. Maybe another time that I might have missed. 
but there well, has to be I didn't catch it the second time. There so. has to be something there. Yeah. Um, there has to be. Yeah, it was funny. I was, I was going to ask you the exact same thing, because I, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't, maybe I missed something, but you caught more of it than I did, so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was it. Um, and there's really not a whole lot until the end credits where um, they're back in uh, New York, and they're a full-on couple now. They're, he's swinging around. She's like, don't, don't text me. We're the at swing. the first post-credit scene already. Where there's where well, it ends when he picks her up and they they swing off. Yeah, we, we I think we get a Ramon song too, right? Just yeah, like, I want to be your I want to be your boyfriend. Yeah, so we get that at the end, just like we got uh, Blitzkrieg at the end of the first movie. No, uh, Blitzkrieg Bop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they're still sticking with at least with that theme. Yeah. Um, and and I think the graphics also the little paper mache type yeah. shit that they're showing. Um, Post credit scene number now. One. Here, Spidey is Spidey, web slinging. Swinging through New York. First of all, first of all, I did like the switch of Mary, I call Mary Jane, MJ, not liking the web swinging. She's like, I'm ne- her hair's all messed up. Yeah. I'm never doing that again. Um, I thought that was funny. That was yeah. a nice, that was, that was realistic. Yeah. Oh, first of all, about, I, I said earlier at the start of all this that Zendaya didn't get on my nerves as much in this movie because remember when I said that the there's a certain point in this movie where everything kind of moves forward. Mm-hmm. I think that's when they get to Prague, I mentioned where they get to Prague because that's also when MJ says, you're Spider-Man. Like once they get past all that awkward bullshit and it moves I think forward. It, it even happened um, when they went to the, to the uh, play opera, to the opera yes. where, where Zendaya was getting the offerings from the Asian kid and she didn't really want to sit next to him. And she, and she, she was being more respective, re- uh, receptive to Peter's yes. coming on. Yeah. And it's like I'll save you a seat and all that and all or whatever. Yeah, you can see right there that there's there's more there. Yeah, there's more there. So and it, and the it, fact yeah. that she was able to speak and have emotion, where in all, I think all of uh, Homecoming she's like, uh, she had that weird awkward like dry line, the dry humor, dry lines. Like even she started off in this one where he says you you look pretty. Oh, so I have that. That means I have value. God, I want to punch her in the face, but I can't. But that that's the kind of humor that I didn't like in the first movie and they yeah. once she said that line it was fine like yeah. it, it was every that's that relationship is already established and because even and right after that right she's like I'm just kidding you you look pretty too like she joked yeah. with it like right then and there and for the rest of the movie I was like oh, I was okay it's with there. her yeah. and there's more I think there was more chemistry between the two now that you have it in your head that that's the way it is yeah mm-hmm. and and they were actually to, they were able to have more she like almost came out of her shell yeah, a little bit. If that makes sense, like after that, after that scene, like you said in the opera house, like when she's like seen, like looks not concerned but like receptive, and then she goes after him. Especially when she saw that the Asian kid sat next to her. <laughs> yeah, it's like nah, I don't want any. I'm yeah. done. Um, and then um, it, I guess to me it was just almost shocking to actually see her have lines that were meaningful, honest, almost like the way she feels about something and towards him. So anyway, um, so we get to uh, the, the the first the mid credit scene where we come down from the web swinging and everything, and um, he's like, "Okay, I got to go," and he like hops he up on a light he, on, on the light post, yeah. and then we get the news report from this is some disturbing footage of Mysterio's Mysterio. last moments. Yeah, and this is hard to watch, but you know, keep watching. So we're watching it, and we see there was a trick he played one last illusion. Mm-hmm. That uh, Spider-Man was the one that ki- first of all killed him, and then set all those the drones yeah. in motion and everything. And uh, that was that would have been enough by itself. But then, 
And then um, there's another scene right after that where Mysterio looks at the camera and says, Peter, uh, he says, Spider-Man's true name, real name is, and it like cuts off. You're like, oh, that was close. And he comes back, Peter Parker. <laughs> and pictures of yeah. his face. <laughs> um, I thought that was like, oh, shit. Okay, so they're going there. Okay. Um, and then we get the best reveal ever. Oh, Triple J. J.K. Simmons back as J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, my goodness. I almost, when we saw it the first time, I almost yelled out enjoy right then and there. (laughs) It was um, one of the most wonderful surprises that I've had watching an MCU movie. As hard as it was for you to hold your tongue in front of your wife at this showing, that's how equally hard it was for me around you and I know. And you know Uh, what? I got to take, you know what? I'm going to take the time right now to say... Thank you, Chris. Because I know. Because <laughs> if there's any, I've no, I've, I've known a spoiler Joe for a reason, yes. or have been. Yeah, you didn't lead on it. To, you didn't like even hint that I need to pay attention to something. You were like quiet as a fucking mouse on that shit. <laughs> and you know what? Kudos not only to you, but to the internet. Yeah. Because I really, there's not even a hint of anywhere that hit my newsfeed anywhere on my phone on the interwebs on Facebook, social media, anywhere. If you made the effort to stay away from sites that were giving it to you, there was no place that you could wander and find it. Right. And I never exactly. got a hint that that J.K. Simmons is back. As I think we even talked about it. Was that you I was talking with before I even saw you You had seen it. Mm-hmm. So I think we were talking about, because I said that they're going to, I said, God damn it, they're going to recast him as like a, a black woman or something or some shit. Just a gay to, cyborg. Just to do it. Yeah, just to do it. Just to beep, fuck boop, beep. Because, you know, uh, an executive producer came out and said that, well, the perfect cast has already been made for it and you've already seen it. Like, we can't... You can't, you can't, can't, get, you can't perfect perfection yeah, anymore. So we're going to give you a little something different. And I was like, God, these bastards, they're going to change. They're going to change the best casting choice in a comic book movie ever. And if there's ever a choice, uh, if there's ever evidence to think that there is a multiverse, yeah. it's with it's with J. Jonah Jameson. Let it slide. Let scenes. it slide on this yeah, one. And by go God, by God, cast him again. And because I think you even you even said, well, why can't they just get him back? And I was like, they're not going to do that. Like you even like fed me the line. You fed me the reason that they're not going to do it. And I was like, God, no. So anyway. We got J. Jonah Jameson, the true J. Jonah Jameson, back in a live-action Spider-Man movie in the perfect way, too, because if you've seen the cartoons, you've seen the video games, there's always a big LED screen Mm -hmm. in in New York, and there's always the Daily Bugle this, and and we have, like, usual news updates. And um, And this isn't your typical, like, the New York Post or Huffington Post where it's, like, the legit news source. They In this scene, it's treated like the National Enquirer, like the Globe, like the Sun, where you don't always have to trust what you see. Because they might just be getting your attention so they can get your money. But we get J. Jonah Jameson. The Spider-Man is the menace. (laughs) We knew it all along. (laughs) Not bad. Yeah, thank you. But... uh, but the, the fact that we saw him on the big screen like that, like I've, I've, you've, you could have seen the exact same shot like this in the video game or the cartoons. Yeah, it was so perfectly done. Um, and my, I'm <laughs> slow clap, golf clap here. I'm, I'm so impressed. The and, microphone got it. Yeah, yeah. and um, so that was the end of that. And you left, you're left hanging to the point where even my wife. It can't get any better than this. No, she not even about the J. Jonah Jameson, but but the Spider-Man, the Peter Parker reveal. 
she was like, oh. And she was like, oh, how are they going to get out of this? Like, they got her. They already have her money for the next, for one. The next one. They got it. How Just you? when you think your mind couldn't get any more blown, the pieces are blown. Yeah. Tell them about the post credits. Oh, my God. There was another post credit scene at the very end where we see Nick Fury and Maria Hill driving in the car. Giddy. And they're just talking. And then in mid-conversation, mid-sentence, you start seeing Maria shift into a scroll. She was a scroll this whole time. God damn it. Yeah. What is Nick Fury going to do? No, what? holy shit, Nick Fury's a scroll too. <laughs> God damn, they got me. Talos and the wife from Captain Marvel. That was set 20 yeah. years ago. Yeah. It was the same. They got the same. Uh, ben Middleton uh, re- reprising his role as Ty- uh, Talos. Talos as, as the main scroll guy. Um, and Mrs. Talos. Yeah. <laughs> but Sue me. As, again, I didn't want to say it when I was watching with you two. I was like, God damn it, they got me again. <laughs> first, you know, first, Mysterio's role, like the role of Mysterio, they got me. Then, with J. Jonah Jameson, they got me. And now with the scrolls, like, God damn it, they got me again. The sons of bitches. Which makes you wonder mm-hmm. how much of this movie timeline has it always been Nick Fury? And how much of this has been Talos? Yes. Well, um, did, are you saying, is, was it Nick Fury that got dusted at the end of Infinity War? Mm-hmm. I guess we'll never know. Or was it Nick Fury and Winter Soldier? Uh, or was it Nick Fury and Iron Man? Or was it Nick Fury and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Or was it Tony Stark that actually got killed? <gasps> was it actually, Welcome to Phase 4. Was it, was, it actually, <laughs> was it actually Captain America that went back in time? Yeah. There's a line, there was a line in the movie, well, in this, in this scene, where he's talking to Nick Fury. He calls up Nick Fury, and he's trying to like blow it off, and he's trying to breed it around the bush, and his wife is like, tell him. <laughs> well, we kind of gave him the glasses, and he kind of done fucked it up. No, no, no. He, he said he gave him the glasses about a week ago, but after that, it kind of went off the rails a little but bit. But we got it back yeah, on track. Yeah, But um, yeah, he's talking to Nick Fury, and he's like, people are asking about the Avengers. We have to tell them something. So, and this is when Nick Fury hangs up the phone. He, we see Nick Fury. He's on the ship, the same ship from the Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel. Yeah. Uh, that they left him on um, with all the other scrolls that are up there. And he's like, okay, guys, get back on the clock, you know, back to work. Um, which a bunch of scrolls with him. Yeah. So. And to, and uh, the island, like, digitally goes yeah. away. Right. Well, because we, we think he's on vacation. Yeah. And yeah. The, he, we see, like, a beach scene. And yeah. is, is it Tahiti? No. But, like, that's exactly what I was about to say, because that goes back to season one of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that Coulson, right. your first episode, Coulson walks out in the from the darkness right. and he's in the office. I thought you were dead. Like, well, I went to Tahiti. It's a wonderful yeah. place. That He might be full of scroll blood. Yeah. Well, they go into it in the ep- in the seasons, but that could be further. Is, is Coulson? Oh! This is why I was so intrigued. Like, I was so happy when they introduced scrolls. I didn't care too much for the fact that they were allies, mm-hmm. but I think, there, there's, there could, there, still be some there could be an easy story. There could be an easy storyline way of getting them to be, like, say they do have scrolls as heroes, and maybe the heroes are getting treated like dirt, and for whatever reason, and then the, as scrolls, they're like, well, why are these people treating the heroes bad? What do you know? Why, are, why are we taking this from them? That could be the switch that gets them. Like, well, why don't we just take over, or why don't we do this, or why don't we do that? 
You could easily build up a Super Scroll as the first villain of Fantastic Four, seeing how mm-hmm. good the Fantastic Four have it, right? And getting a piece of everyone so that yeah. he can become a super. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's so many possibilities, and that was um, that was even hinted at in Captain Marvel. And the, you know what? It was funny. I was like, I was trying to think back. Like, did they give me any hints that Nick Fury was a scroll? And I was looking back. The only thing that I could even remotely think was a clue was in the cave scene. And Peter's like trying to get out of it. He's like, "What about Thor? He's off world. What about uh, Doctor Strange?" That she's, was it. Yeah. And then he's like, "What about Captain Marvel? Don't invoke her name, like, yeah. because she's so sacred to them. Because she yeah. saved him. Like, you don't. You can't even speak." And that Fury name. didn't fight back. It's like, "I have to go." It's like, "Okay." Bye. Yeah, there was. If you look at it, there was. It was kind of a softer side of Fury in this yeah. movie. Like he wasn't as hard on, um, rough and gritty as he normally is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess if you knew ahead of time, you could. Oh yeah, it's obvious. Yeah. But I didn't know. I didn't. And the best part is, I don't know if it's the best part. You have to question everything from here on. No, out. you have to question everybody. Yeah, everybody from here on. Yeah. Out. And that goes into the secret invasion, <laughs> and it's such a one, so wonderful. Yeah. Um, I don't think it'll play out just like the comics, unfortunately. But, but if they could make it work, yeah, if they could make it work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. But that's where we're at. That's. Uh, oh, did you catch that um, in the last scene uh, when he's he's swinging down to meet up with MJ? There's that big. I think it's subway border sign. Mm-hmm. It says we can't wait to. Sh- there's so much we we want to show you or something like that. There was a, I yeah. There was a wow. Damn it, damn it. I was gonna talk about it, but it was such a, a wink and a nod. Like it was like Something's the next. It yeah. was like we can't wait to show you. Like as as the creators, we, we got a lot of stuff to show you. Yeah. So, um, well, they're supposed to be announcing the next phase of the Marvel Universe next month, right? This month. This month. D D twenty three. Well, well, it's not Comic Con. It's a specific. There was originally, Con. yeah, there originally would be something at Comic Con, but now they, I think they nixed that. Now next month in August for D twenty three, yeah, they're going to be there and they're going to announce Phase Four, yeah. which, and I'm waiting for the swerve because they showed that. I remember when they showed the next uh, phase, this last one that we just right. went through. They showed the timeline of some of the movies, and it was originally supposed to be Captain America, Serpent Society. Right. And then one of the guys said, wait, that doesn't look right. Can we change? Can we fix that? And they wound up changing it to right. Civil War. That's right. when everybody lost their shit. Right. So I'm wondering what they're going to tease us with mm-hmm. and then what we're actually getting. Yeah. And um, I'm, optimi- I'm, I'm like optimistic beyond belief for what we're getting next. So l- let me ask you this. Now that we're done with this movie, we're done with the first saga. Officially, the first three officially, yeah. yeah. Um, there was a lot of uh, not, I don't want to say questions, but a lot of like, well, how are they gonna, you know, without without Robert Downey Jr., without Chris, Chris uh, uh Evans, um, you know, there's are, are we missing that one guy, we're missing the the cornerstones of the MCU as we know it. Um, does after after seeing this movie. Is there optimistic, or is there optimism for Phase 4? I think there's enough established properties that you can bring in the newer ones and fill in the gaps or fill in the voids that you're missing from, say, watching Iron Man or a Thor movie. Yeah. Um, that's how they brought in. I had no idea what a Guardians of the Galaxy was. Right. You know, I knew Ant-Man, but I didn't really know much about the story. Mm-hmm. I bought into that. 
Um, so there's already stuff for Phase 4. Well, there's already stuff that's on the schedule coming up where the stuff I know, I'm, I'm ready for. Like, I'm ready for the next Black Panther. I'm ready for the next Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I'm looking more forward to Doctor Strange than I was the first one. Okay. Um, Quan Chi or whatever the... Oh, yeah. Master, Master of Kung Fu. Master yeah. of Kung Fu. That's going to be one of those movies now that Guardians was then to where I'll give it a shot because it's in the Marvel story. Mm-hmm. Mm, who knows if I like it or not. I don't and know if there's if anything extra that's coming yeah. out that I don't know of. Well, we'll find out. We'll next find month. out. Yeah, yeah, we'll find out expe- next month. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know if it was just because of, of burnout from all the in-game stuff, but I was actually getting kind of tired. <laughs> like I was getting tired of like hearing about everything and talking about everything. And, you know, so yeah. I'm, I was kind of waiting for a break. You know, and um, and plus, I was like, man, I'm just uh, I was kind of a not a, um, had a concern that moving forward they were gonna start doing more of modern Marvel comic stuff, like the female Thor, mm-hmm. and you know we have you know Iron Heart, you know little Riri Williams character. Mm-hmm. We have. Uh, of course, we have Falcon as Captain America. Um, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, having more... Because, you know, the MCU started off as the traditional... Traditional story. As we know it, you know. Yeah. And, quite frankly, the last 10 years or so of Marvel Comics haven't been that good. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to change up things just for the sake of changing things and, and trying bring to... bring back stuff that was that died out. Yeah, you know, and just, they stopped making Fantastic Four, and I think some X Men comics well, they, because they weren't. They well, they weren't, no, they killed them off because yeah. they didn't have rights to them. Yeah, so, so now that they got the yeah. rights back, they're going to try to. The, the comics them have come back. They, they're bringing back the X Men. They brought back Fantastic Four. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, I'm I'm looking forward to Fantastic Four. I'm looking forward to X Men. I don't Would know. Would you be interested in uh, a future foundation? No, no, no. Start. I, I want to start with basics first. I want to start with. I thought we had basics for the last ten years. Well, for those characters, they've they've involved they've evolved over those ten years. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if they start off with Fantastic Four, I don't want one know, of them already dead. Yeah, or <laughs> um, or Doctor Doom as a face. Yeah, I just want my traditional. I want Doctor Doom as a. For an example, you've had enough enough bad Fantastic Fours that you're ready for. Yeah, a really give good me one. traditional stuff. Give me what I want. Give me what I want. You insert the Batista yeah. clip. Yeah. Or Drax clip there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's... I'm, 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 I don't want to say I'm cautiously optimistic because in Feige we trust, but um, I, I don't know what to look forward to. I think that's what it is. I don't, I don't know where to go, where we're going other than X-Men Phase 4, but they may not even come out in Phase 4. They may come out in Phase 5. Or they can be separate from the MCU for now. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. They gotta have something. They gotta still be planning on it. So I'm not expecting an X Men movie next month, you know. But oh, hell no. I'm, I'm just, I, I don't know where we're going, and that's that's the thing. And MCU was such a good experiment that turned into a legacy, yeah. that turned into a phenomenon. Good luck much. for our kids and our kids' kids to catch up to this if it even goes further. Like, oh man, Star Wars only had nine movies. Marvel had sixty-eight in one story. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, that's. Um, that's going to do it for our review of Far From Home and the MCU in, in general. But Chris, as we as we wrap this episode up, we're about halfway through the year. 
Um, is there anything that you're looking forward to um, going until now until the end of this year, for, as movies wise? Is there anything coming up? Movies wise, my palette is very colorful. So let me start off with a couple of smaller films. Um, I'm curious to see the documentary The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Um, curious to see The Art of Racing in the Rain. Um, that's uh, based off a book. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very curious because uh, I own the documentary The 24-Hour War. So I'm curious to see the movie of uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Mm -hmm. um, Lee Iacocca recently passed away, and that's the character that um, that the guy from Punisher is playing. Thomas Jane? No, John Bernthal. John Bernthal's yeah. playing. <laughs> Why do I go straight to Thomas Jane? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. Hey, the character or not. Um, obviously, I have to say the last, uh, the Skywalkers, Rise of the Skywalker. <laughs> that, that, that Star Wars movie, yeah. Yeah, obviously you have to say yeah. that. Um, the one that you couldn't even say. Yeah. Um, I saw the trailer for Jumanji Next Level. That's got my attention. Kind of, uh, sort of. I'll watch it, but from what I can tell in that trailer, it's a, like a joke that I don't think it's going to last for an hour and a half. Like seeing mm -hmm. them, like seeing The Rock play as Danny DeVito and Kevin Hart playing as uh, the, the Danny Glover. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Is that going to get old after an hour and a half? We'll find out. Yeah. Um, what else? I feel like I'm missing at least one. Well, I got some for you. Go for it. What are you what are you what are you looking for? Joker. Oh, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> we just well because we just talked about it. So that's um, okay. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yes, that comes out this weekend. Coming up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to be a good movie, but I'm going to watch it because explosions. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, of course. Um, it chapter two. Yeah. Ready or not. It's kind of like a clue murder mystery, but it's like in, whatever. Okay, um, I don't know if you're a fan of the uh, the uh, Draw Butler. I think it's Draw Butler. The series for the Angel, no, the uh, Olympus, Olympus has fallen. fallen, and then the uh, what was the second one? Um, there was a second one. Yeah, London has fallen, and now there's a third one that's coming out. It's called Angel has fallen, where like he's the target now. Like he's he's oh. um, his character is. Um, like they think he killed the president, pretty okay. much. So anyway, so I'm, I'll watch it because I like those movies. Um, Rambo, Last Blood, gonna watch mm. that one. Uh, let's see. Oh, we have uh, Tom Holland and uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, they're together in a movie called The Current War. Oh yeah, Nikola Tesla and the guy from Westinghouse. Yeah, and yeah. and uh, the Tom Edison and Tesla yeah. and Westinghouse. Yeah, yeah. That the trailer looks good. I'm just gonna. Watch it in this case. I wonder if that's going to be a big budget movie, or is that something that you got to go to an independent theater for? No, it'll be, it'll be a big. budget I'm movie. still watching yeah. that one. I forgot about that. Um, I want to see Jojo Rabbit just because I like uh, Taika Waititi directing. Mm -hmm. He's directing a movie about Hitler. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Jesus Christ! We have. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I, we talked about it earlier. Terminator: Dark Fate. Mm -hmm. Cautiously optimistic. Um, uh, Roland Emmerich. He's directing Midway. The uh, he's a remake of the old oh, classic Pearl Harbor. Yeah, yeah, the Pearl Harbor oh, movie. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be good. This trailer looks really good on that one. Doctor yeah. um, Sleep, the sequel to The Shining. Um, I have Ford versus Ferrari on this. I think that'd be interesting. Right. Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers. That's coming out this year. Uh -huh. Ooh. I think like Christmas. I mean uh, Thanksgiving or Christmas. One of those two. 
Uh, I have Jumanji on here, um, and then Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. So, how many movies have you seen so far this year? I'm behind, man. I have, dude. I need to see Godzilla. I need to see. Uh, I'm at fifteen. I, I haven't seen that many. I, I don't <laughs> think. Uh, I'm, I'm not even counting anymore. Um, I need. I still need to see Brightburn, and there's one more I wanted to see too before I saw Spider-Man. Detective Pikachu. Fuck no, no. I want to see John that. Wick number three. I saw that one. Okay. Yeah. MIB International. Fuck no. <laughs> No, that yeah, that thing flopped out bad. Uh, anyway, so that's it for this uh, this episode. We'll be back. Um, I don't know what our next episode will be, <laughs> but uh, we got stuff in the pipeline, I think. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it'll either it's be a movie about pipelines. Yeah. Damn it! Don't spoil it. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay, so that's gonna do it for Maybe this. Maybe we one. could do a, a recap of the D twenty three. Eh, I don't know. That won't be a whole episode. Okay. That'll just be a, a news topic. So, um, anyway, uh, as always, catch us anywhere you catch your podcast at. We're on Spotify. I can't say iTunes anymore. It's Apple Podcasts, right? Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Um, or anywhere else that you get your Viva la manzana. From. Yeah. What? Anyway. <laughs> um, also, catch us on uh, Facebook.com slash Rewind. Also on Instagram. Are you on the Twitter machine still? I, sure. Um, <laughs> I, I, my account's there, but I think all my... Tweets are just like posts from like Facebook or Instagram. Gotcha. So okay. uh, I should probably do something with that eventually. Mm-hmm. Pop culture, RWND. Yeah, you remember. Yeah. Wow. Maybe and you, I don't even have Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe you should sign in and you start handling yeah, the Twitter yeah, stuff. I should, maybe I should. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's going to do it for this episode. So uh, until next time, always remember to pop, pop your culture. culture. That's my line, you son of a bitch. Pop your culture. <laughs> Top guys out.
Well, what do you think? <sighs> Whew, it's been a while. I hope these uh hope these uh, microphones picked up everything okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got kind of low on some spots. We're we're still adjusting. Yeah, these, yeah. We're I'm still learning. Used, I'm used to the snowball and me moving around. Yeah, around. I had to yeah. I had to adjust you a few times. Yeah, that's so. what she said. <laughs> well, did you uh, did you kick yourself in the balls when you saw the Nintendo Lite announcement? Switch Lite. The Switch. No, I just laughed at it. Yeah, oh, that's funny. Hmm. What do you think? Because we both have switches, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I'm not going to get a switch. I, light. I don't. There's not. I don't have a need for that. For the light one, the switch light. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I'm most. I'm, I'm for as much as I take it out on the road. That's all you need. Though. I'm. I'm more uh, of a home guy. Right. Like I, I like what I have at home. Yeah. So I don't need to. Which I thought that was weird. The the switch light. Um, so I had to watch a video on it to see just what the. So the controllers don't pop off. No, it's the whole thing itself. You together can't, is smaller. You can't dock it to watch it no. to play it on your TV. Even though you can connect controllers wirelessly to it to multiplayer. Yeah. So but, why can't you but, control? Why can't you add controllers to the console if it's already docked so you can play it on TV? Because it's extra stuff that they're trying to take out to make yeah. it less expensive, I guess. And there was a couple other things. The uh, D-pad, since it's one player only. It's a D-pad. A, there's, there's a D-pad, D-pad on, on it, and there's it's not 1080p. Um, I think I saw that. It is, but the resolution's smaller because um, small screen. screen's smaller. Smaller screen, yeah. Um, and the co- I don't like the colors. I, I'm a yellow guy. You yeah, you get the yellow look, one. Look, look what I'm wearing. I'd get yeah. the yellow one. If it, I'd get the gray one, but that's just me. But did you see the the Pokemon version? No, the Sword and Shield. Why? Why, it's why a nice would little I? Little color. No, like aqua something. I was I was I was tuned out of it as soon as I was seeing everything. But I was like, yeah. I was like, what's the point? I you still get, need more games. Well. Are you getting your hands on Ultimate Alliance? Yes. I'm actually in the process. If anybody's interested, I have an eBay auction open right now for uh, for Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> ah, you had your fun? Yeah. I'm, You're s- not I'm actually for the DLC? No, I'm actually selling it. I'm just... I'm, I'm You're just done? Gonna, and I'm going to use that money to buy the uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I'm torn between Marvel Ultimate Alliance and uh, Mario Maker 2. Because they actually have a story there, so there's already 100 levels already pre-built. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. And the, the, there's a lot more variety on the levels that the people are uploading as opposed to... The first Mario Maker, it felt like it was 95%. Let's build levels that only a point of a percent of people are actually going to beat. Yeah. This game, they have the entry, into, uh, entry levels into speedrunning. They have uh, regular levels that... Miyamoto would have made for the next Mario sequel. And then there's also the ones where if you're feeling ballsy, here's a 15-minute one. There's actually a level that somebody created about Mario having PTSD. And it's like the level starts with him on top of one of the Mario 3 tanks, and it goes through the whole story of him. And it, it turns out to be like a dream, and he wakes up from the dream, and he's all, oh, I've, I've, the, I've seen the videos of these levels, and it's a good story that they tell. So there's a lot more that mm. you can do with kind of a little bit less than what you had in the first Mario Maker. Well, I'll take your word for it. I'm just a fan of the Mar- I'm just I'm just going I was always going to get Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 only because I'm a fan of the first two movies. Yeah. I don't think I care too much for the second one, but I really love the first one. Um, After playing um, X-Men at at Cidercade, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm missing, itch, yeah, the itch back. Yeah. yeah, I got my itch back. Especially if I could play online with all y'all. Shit. I'm, I'm probably going to mind on that next. I ain't playing with you, fool. I've heard good things about the new Sonic Racer game that they have. But um, it sucks, man, because like Redbox, you can't get game, you can't get Switch games on Redbox because they're not disc. Yeah. Well, whose fault is that? Nintendo. There you go. That was the only answer. That's right. That's Nintendo. <laughs> they hurry up and make their deal with Xbox so they can start playing games cross cross platform. Yeah, they're not going to do that. No. Nah, anyway, okay, it's time to go home. All right. So wait, I gotta go home. 
Don't we have plans? Bye. Ugh. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.